Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony the Spider. <laughs> I got a new name for every opponent that gets in the ring with me. I call them pedal pushers. If you morons know anything about it, you know where I'm putting them. Tony the Spider means business in IPW, and I'm going to take everyone I can out. Kalisto, the last time you went at it alone, you became the United States champion. What can we expect from you on SmackDown Live? Well, hey, I'm here, like I said before, I'm here to shock the world. I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, Richie Rude. Well, I'll tell you something, Bulldozer. I am impressed. I mean, I can't come out here and I can't squash an apple with my bare hands. It does show that you do have a lot of power, and you are a man to be respected. But, you know, I tell you, I can't come out here and I can't crush an apple, but there's one thing I can do, and that's get step into the ring and fight as hard as I know how to do and do the best job that I know how to do. And tonight, we're going to search for the next WWE Diva. Now, to vote for these beautiful young ladies, you have to vote. Go to... <laughs> go to, uh, go to uh, WWE, dial 86946 and vote for your favorite Diva Search contestant and text message your favorite Diva Search girl. And starting this moment from now, from this moment on, this will be the moment starting now of the genesis of McGillicuddy. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me at this time, Brock Lesnar, Curtis Axel, and Paul Heyman. I just wanted to get your comments on what just transpired out in the ring there between your two clients and your former best friend, CM Punk. That's the best of the best of the best of the best of the best that this world has to offer. I'm the beast and the best in the world. Paul, say something stupid. You say your name is Finley and you love to fight. I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard. Wow! Can't say that. So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Get ready. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. I'm ready. Along with Davy Boy, Sting, and Dusty Rhodes, we'll see you at the Fall Brawl at the War Games. Until then. This is WrestleCast Radio with your hosts, Ryan Cook and Alex Mello. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live, episode 211. Get the car jacket in here, myself and Alex, and we are here to talk some good old-fashioned puro. I'm happy to be here. Alex, say something stupid. Uh, something stupid. 
stupid. Uh, what was not stupid was seeing Akira Tozawa uh, wearing some baller lime green glasses just now, playing poker with uh, the original bully himself, JBL, and uh, Von Baron Corbin. Oh, you're watching Raw? It's either that or, um, I don't know, a Lifetime Christmas movie? <laughs> you can you can try your Dragon to get to watch that Corkin show that had Ita and Takumi Fujiwara as a tag team. What? Yeah. He's, uh, Fujiwara's back on excursion in Mexico, but I'm telling you, this dude is going to be the guy when he comes back. I'm calling it right now ahead of time. This dude Are you talking about the Games of Revolution? <laughs> Why have they had, like, a string of events, like, day after day? I'm looking at this now. Because they, they, they do more shows than any company in the world, if you really look at it. I thought it was just timeline. last week that was there. I didn't know I was missing shows from, like, a day ago I could have been watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they all they do is run shows, man. That's just, like, their hobby. <laughs> Wait, he fought Shuji Kondo? Yeah, it was uh, Shuji Kondo and Naruki Doi. Jesus. You mean DDT's own Naruki Doi? <laughs> I still love how uh, I love that. Um, uh, he's, Did he's I genuinely concern that he's always in the DDT ring and I'm not watching it? <laughs> what is, so who did he work with on that show? Uh, I mean, I, I all I saw him was he was with like two other dudes and they're holding titles up, and it said DDT, and I'm like, what? I wonder what he did. I'm gonna have to look. It at was that. the man I who had. Uh, a cavalcade of masks uh, in that 10-man you were talking about. Ah, uh, totally. Yes. I'm going to pull this up now here. Let's see. Naruki Doi. Cage match. Ooh, December 6th main event, though. That's going to be a tight match for Dragon Gate at Fantastic Gate 2022. Will they go the way of the Puro and kind of do what they usually do at the end of the uh, calendar year, Ryan? We shall see. December sixth, Baruka. Yeah, the the Corican main event, uh, the, and this this was based off of um, the the last Corican when um, uh, it was Yuki Oshioka and Dragon Daya lost, and Madoka Kakuda, I think it was they lost to M2K the originals, Masaki Mochizuki, uh, Susumi Mochizuki, and Yasushi Kanda. And uh, he blocked the frog splash, and Mochizuki pinned uh, Yuki Oshioka. And Yoshioka was like, all right, I want you. I'm going to beat your ass. And he's like, yeah. He goes, you know, I blame Shun Skywalker as the reason that Mochizuki, uh, the Mochizuki unit, what were they called, Mochizuki Dojo, uh, failed. Uh-huh. I mean, you were part of it, too, so I guess I could blame you as well. And he's like, so you got it. I'll face you at the next cork. And so... Dreamgate title December sixth, Yoki Oshioka and Masaki Mochizuki. Interesting. Yeah, that's gonna be tight. Mochizuki's so good. Yeah, that's, gotcha. that's yeah. what I said. Are they gonna do the what they usually like what, two or three payroll companies at the end of the year? They give it to an old head, you know, just to kind of see what the gauge of the reaction of the new year is. And I always think, you know, albeit in my work, I, I, I just don't think you you take it off of, you know, Kind of your champ that's I, I would say doing really well, you know, and no. put him in the so I mean I, I don't know, it'll be it'll be interesting, but you know maybe Susumu runs out and uh and causes uh Mochizuki to, to kinda 
take the L that that match. We shall see. December six. So my get yeah, I hear so I was on the DDT Grand Prix show, uh, whatever night it was on the twelfth, disaster box, Kazuki Hirata, my uh, Tokyo my guy with the glasses and uh Toro Washington yeah, yeah. and Yuki Joy defeated uh Omega, Yuji Dino, Shoryasaki, and Makoto Oishi to win the six man tag titles. <laughs> and then the next night uh, he teamed with Akito and Tetsuya Endo uh, to win a six-man match. So he's written the last two shows. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah, I, what I'm guessing is he's going to beat Mochizuki and then to come out to set up the final gate main event, I think Ben K comes out and challenges him. Okay. And Ben K and Yoshioka at final gate. Oof. Wait, so he would be—he was his first challenger. Ben K was. So then, is he? Does that mean it's going to be his time to take the belt? What? I didn't think he. I didn't think he faced Ben K. Did he? Because you remember, I was like, "Man, you're just throwing Ben K in right away," and then I was like, "Oh man, you're throwing like everyone at him to take L's." I was like, "You think that'd be a guy to beat him?" But he was fine being a mid, you know, in the last, you know, I'd say year. For Ben K. So he beat Ata. He beat. Okay, so he's had three defenses. So at uh, Kobe World Night One, the Ultimate Dragon Show, he beat Kai for the title. And then yep. Night Two, he defeated Kota Minora. And then he had a Dreamgate title match at uh, Dangerous Gate by, when he beat Ata. And then at Gate of Destiny, he beat uh, Yamato. So he hasn't wrestled Ben K. Oh, I thought he faced Ben K already. Yeah, for some reason when you said it, I was like, shit, you're right, he did, I think. <laughs> I was like, I got to go through the, the history of this. Because I was like, <laughs> why would you have, I, I don't know, maybe it, was, maybe it was Shum, maybe it was Skywalker, but I don't know where I just thought it was way too early. But, yeah, I think that's a good, you know, good defense, you know, kind of him to, what what is this his fourth group in two years, it seems like? Um, uh, ben K, you know, kind of build that faction up, uh, you know, kind of hitting into 2023, so... That that would be a, a pretty damn good matchup there with uh with the champ there, Yoshioka. Which I mean so, when you're hitting oh, frog splashes like no other, I mean that's kind of a nice aspect yeah. where it's, you know, land and or air, you know, you have the spear versus the frog splash, you know, kinda of who gets hit first. Is there gonna be a spot where he gets up and somehow spears him in midair? I don't know. We'll find out when that match happens. So he beat Shin Skywalker Yoshioka beat Shin Skywalker in the semifinal of King of Gates, and then Kota Minora the same night in the final. So that would have been the Shun Skywalker thought right there. Um, yeah, it's, 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 I'm excited to see how this goes. Um, you know, with the whole... Um, you remember Ben K had that defense, I believe, near the end of his run. Uh at Corkin, 2019, I think it was September or November 2019, when he wrestled Masaki Mochizuki, he beat him with that headbutt. Yeah, yep. And, like, Mochizuki, oh, oh, and, like, convulsed him, and he pinned him. And then he went to Final Gate and got beat by Naruki Doi, where nobody thought Doi was going to win. Doi was going to win, yeah. Does Yoshioka win it at King of Gate, or at, at uh, he wins it at King of Pro Wrestling, just like Ben Kay. Beats Mochizuki at Corican 
right before final gate and then goes to the final gate and loses. Does he do the exact same thing? That's my question. <laughs> I mean, that's a very likely scenario. Like, yeah, I mean, that would be a, a win-win, I'd say, for for everyone. Then, you know, maybe we can see what he does to maybe chase back after the belts or, or whatnot or kind of get some faction wars going. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, Ben K's been, you know, I, I was surprised he was back. In Japan, you know, he had that little excursion in October, you know, a few dates out there. Hopefully he got paid on, like, uh, some of the other wrestlers will talk a bit. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to go on Del that. Rio, I'm not, too, I'm not too worried about Del Rio, but but the other guys, um, for sure. Um, One thing also that came out of that cork, and uh, Z-Brats were talking shit to Yamato and Dragon Kid, and Takashi Yoshida, and uh, Problem Dragon, Monday, right, whatever you want to call them, out of, out of nowhere, come out and start defending them. So at that court mm-hmm. show, it's going to be Z-Brats, Diamante, Kai, Shin Skywalker, and BB Hulk, I think it is. I can't remember the four. Or it's he always in there, one of the two. Are going to take on high-end uh, Yamato, Dragon Kid, and then two high-end supporters is what's being called, the Casio Shida and Monday, Ryu, Problem Dragon, whatever you want to call them. Oh, interesting. I'm, okay. I'm, yeah, I think I want Problem Dragon not on my TV because he sucks. Yeah. But I'm very intrigued to see what happens with this thing. <laughs> I guess so it's like a weird <laughs> dichotomy of I don't want to look at it, but I can't help but look. It seems like uh, I was in a match that kind of prelude a, a couple of days ago where I teamed with Dragon Kid, Dragon Daya, Ninja Mag, and Extreme Tiger. That's a baller team just right there alone, just by the name, the street cred. I took on BB Hulk, EO, uh, Watanabe, Diamante, uh, Hajime Oara, and High 69. I don't know who that guy is, but that, that guy sounds tight. Um, that He's happened been, uh, a couple of days ago. So they, there was a Noah Dragon Gate Super Show, huh? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't pulled up. I have the card pulled up here. I was going to bring it up and talk to you, so talk to you about tag, it. This is the tag main event. That main event? Are you talking about? My God. Yeah, Corbin yeah. Orr and Kano against Kaito Kiyomiya and Yuki Oshioka. I love I, the mixture of the, the companies. I love that as a team. That's brilliant. I want to see Satoshi Kojima against uh, Sakura Ichikawa. <laughs> That's <laughs> got me jacked as hell. <laughs> Do you think he's going to beat him in like a minute or less? Or, or... I don't know. It'll be weird. He's going to uh, play with them, like, chop them, chop them, chop them, and then, like, pick them up and then lariat and then chop them and lariat. <laughs> it's gonna be, and he's going to so... rip his wings off. What if he rips off Ichikawa's wings? Oh, man, his, his, his like, on his ears? Yeah. Them off? I don't know, man. I, like, it's, I'm really intrigued to check out the show. It, it did 1,209 fans of Corkin, which is nice. Wow, okay. I'm down to fine on that. Uh, I think that's one of the, the, the biggest shows Corkin has had uh, since, since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% positive, uh, so don't quote me on it. Um, Gate of Evolution did 11.178. Let me just look at this, and I have to be careful. I have now gotten to August 11th in stardom, so I'm oh, still yeah, making it. I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna try to do a good ten hour ten hour binge watch on Wednesday on my day off. 
because December's coming up, and that's going to be the big show where Siri defends the title against uh, the winner. And yeah. I'm, hoping my, I'm hoping my girl, being they cooled her off for half the year, she wins it, but I don't know. But if it happens, I'm like, man, we're going to get at their main show. You're talking about Zoomy? No, I'm talking about uh, uh, Miss Julia. So, well, so not, she just not Moonlight Kid? <laughs> I just uh, Starlight Kid had a banger with uh, Asaya Kamatani on one of the shows I just watched. Um, oh, really? Nice. Let, nice. Let me see. I like how she's even more like she's growing up like just to be more evil. Like the clips I've seen over the last couple of months, I'm like, she just gets it, like, and she's going to hit, like, every cylinder, and she's not even probably of drinking age. Um, yeah, that's Speaking of insane, or should Holy I say shit. crazy, also on this Noah and Dragon Gate show, uh, Ben K teams up with Super Crazy. I don't know why, but I got to watch that, and I know it's under <laughs> 10 minutes. So it's even better. Like, is this on Wrestle uh, Universe or the Dragon Gate or both? Wrestle uh, Universe. Okay. Okay. Uh, Good for Dragon Gate. Getting that, getting that out there. Yeah. So um, the show I just watched. That's, yeah, because I couldn't believe it when I saw it. How how packed it was. Um, the suit or yeah, Risa Sarah. I got to watch Risa Sarah, Tommy Hayashida, and then Suzu Suzuki and Mirai is the main event. But it was August 11th, Corkin Hall. They drew 1528 at Corkin. I think they I think Stardom is the biggest show um, since the pandemic started, and I think they have like the top three shows. New Japan might be in there, but they I, they drew over twelve hundred for another show too. Stardom is just on another level right now. On cage match, Alex. On cage match. I haven't got to it yet. Yeah. Uh, Stardom five star Grand Prix twenty twenty two night twenty because it was a twenty night event. It's called Championship yep. Battle. Uh, it was a pay-per-view, so the finals were a pay-per-view. Um, cage match has the entire card on 57 votes and a 9.4 out of 10. So what is it called? Champion? Are you talking about night 20 on October 1st? Yes, sir. I'm not looking at anything on it. <laughs> but the, uh, Wait, but how yeah. do you see non-spoilers cards? So, are you, yeah, if you click hard, if you're on cage match, it won't show you the spoilers. Wait, so all of these determine the winner, all these matches? I, I mean, they're all, you know, it's just like the G1. There'll be matches that are going to be pointless, but. Um, yeah, 9.41 out of 10. I like her. She's tight. Yeah, she's she's fucking awesome. Her feud with Tam Nakano right now is. I was about to ass. say that I saw two matches this year with her and Tam Nakano. I, I randomly will, will dabble in the stardom, Ryan. Don't don't worry. Um, no, but they're that shit. They threw each other off like turnbuckles, and they're just like <laughs> smashing each other's heads like on banisters and everything. <laughs> just and, and I'm like, man, my I don't know. Like I squat more than you, and I don't even squat that much. And then. You're just going way harder than I ever would. It was, it was just fantastic to watch. I remember um, I Snapchatted the, the group text or the group, um, their Corican match, where Tam Nakano gave Natsupoi the hardest body slam I have ever seen in my life, where she had it in the air and then extended her arms after holding her for about five seconds, 
and just swung her to the. And it sounded like somebody slammed a car door. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I remember that. And, and then she ripped off the mat and gave her a second one just as hard on the bare floor. And the crowd is like the crowd is it's a non you know it's still clap crowd at this point. And they're all like oh, like they had no idea what was happening. And you just see that <laughs> boy laying there, and she's like. Uh, 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 uh. I'm like, oh, she's dying. <laughs> this woman is dying on the floor right now. Like, they just so got tell me, You got to tell me, does does Momo Momo Kogo does she, does she have a chance in this? Like, should I go uh, back just to see her journey, or would it not be worth it? Um, right now where I am at is Mo, uh, Mo, Momo Watanabe is one and two with two points after three matches for her. So being there's 11 people in there, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, there's 13 Jeez, people. In Mayu Iwatani and Starlight Kid, that's, that's nuts. Yeah, Mayu's that's two and one where I am at four points and Starlight Kid is one and two at two points. So <laughs> theoretically, they, they have 12 matches, and I've only seen three of each person. So I, I don't have a good gauge on it yet. Except for Azuma, okay. she's three and one. She, I, she's had four matches. Unagi Sayaka's 0 and three. She's, uh, she's not. She's so not is championship three. battle now in the stardom site since it's been yeah. a while? Yeah. You know what I'm doing tomorrow night. <laughs> ah. <laughs> don't, don't tell me shit. Whoa, commentary by Razor Ramon. What it says, R.I.P. Razor Ramon, H.G., and R.G. And Mina Shurikawa. Let's see. 9.41, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah, 9.41. I couldn't believe how good this show is looking. Well, I'm uh, just fast-forwarding to the end and watching uh, Stardom this week. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna stop looking at stuff because I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, um, but uh, where was I going? Uh, Gate of Destiny. Uh, real quick, we can run through this card here. We can kind of, I'll, I'll kind of run through real quick some of the stuff like you said that, that I watched, and then that way we can do whatever kind of banter you want to talk about events and stuff. Uh, we can get that out after, so that way we're not here all day. Yeah, sorry, guys. I was uh, sick. I had like broken toilets or one was broken, and we just replaced two. And then, like, work was crazy. Life was crazy. Black Panther 2 was amazing. Um, sorry, white people are like, eh. But it's really good when you're, you know, a person of color and you realize what's going on on screen. Fantastic film, fantastic tribute, and so much more. Um, and then I was sick again because I was sick last Monday and Tuesday. And then Saturday and Sunday I did jack poop because I was just ill. So, and I tried putting on the Dragon Gate gimmick, and it just wouldn't go and go. And we pay illegally, guys. Don't worry. Uh, but it's probably my Xbox and my 2,000-person uh, community internet. So, um, yeah, winter is coming. So, it's going to be fun. But, yeah, so I apologize for the excuses. Don't worry. Uh, it will not be anymore. All right, Ryan. We, 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 need, we, need, a, we need to get you that new that? computer going. We need to get you that computer going, too, because I don't Yeah, that's the other thing, right? Um, Gate of Destiny, boom. <laughs> baller. So, uh, opening contest, um, we had KZ, UT, Jason Lee, and Jackie Funky Kamei came out. 
to a three and a half minute new entrance, new song, new <laughs> dance routine. New song. It, it was the shit. It ruled. Was it more it, sensual than usual? No, I think KZ just rapped less, so it seemed different. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, I mean, they, were, they had a new dance routine where, like, Big Boss Shimizu was, like, pushing them back and forth, standing in the middle of the ball, and, you know, Strong Machine J's sliding across the ring on his head and all sorts of weird. It was awesome. I was like, I want to be part of Natural Body. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, they defeated the team of Ultimate Dragon, Don Fuji, Minuki Doi, and Shuji Kondo. Um, KZ gets the pin on Fuji, and I believe it was, with the diving European uppercut. Um, one thing I had found what, out... What's wrong with that team, Ryan? What, point me what's wrong with the team of Don Fuji, Shuji Kondo, Ultimo Dragon, and Naruki Doi. One thing is not like the other, right? Um, Ultimo Dragon? No. Doi, because he's a freelancer now? Yeah, like, why is he with the old heads when this, I mean, yeah, he's a freelancer per se, but, I mean, he, he on the L, come on. Yeah, well, I don't think he's part of gold class. I don't know what, what he's doing in gold class anymore now that Ben K's there. Man, that's just so weird to see him on the opening contest. But, I mean, with a hot team, like, you know. I guess I still... I, I said I, I said Kaito Ishida is going to end up in Glee, and I think Doi is going to do DDT because of Toro Washi did, and I still think Doi is going to end up doing some Glee also. I really yeah. do. I think 2023 is when when or great, I guess you, if you want to call it the proper, I think is when they are going to officially really start making more noise because more and more people are seeing that every show is free on YouTube. They're getting more hits each show, and it's starting. It okay. seems like it's starting to work. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like the, the it's right for the picking right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll take it. Like I, I think they run some really fun shows. I, I like a lot of their talent. Um, Stuff I watched was was good, different, and kind of yeah, put the the there, which is cool. But uh, then we had uh, M3K, Sushi Kanda, Ishin Ahashi taking on Genki Horiguchi and Kaito Nagano. Ishin uh, Ahashi gets the pin on Nagano with a choke slam. No. Uh, then we had uh, Takashi Yoshida punched Tomonaga, Yosuke Santa Maria, and Hoho Loon defeated the team of Kono, yeah. Ichikawa, Sachioko Boy, Problem Dragon, and Group and Mask. Uh, Ichikawa tried to German suplex Yoshida, and Yoshida just fell out of him and pinned him. So, <laughs> I, I, I put via literal squash was my um. Oh wow! My, my cause for the literal squash because <laughs> he okay. literally just fell out of and squashed him, which was awesome. Was uh, was was Ho Ho Loon Heights going to the ring? Oh yeah, and then after that, after he was pretty damn hyped, and he ran over and uh, he made sure <laughs> did he join he, Jay. Yeah, he had to get back. <laughs> um, then we had uh, Phoebe Hulk and Diamante taking on Gold Class, Kota Minora, Ben K, and Mina Rita, where they were like, hey, we want Mina Rita in the match. We'll, we want to have a handicap match. Um, and once they isolated Mina Rita and the other two were gone, Phoebe Hulk kicks Mina Rita right in the face and pins them. 
So the handicap match happens and Gold Class loses. Um, I don't know, this, this might become a repetitive thing and then Minorita finally gets like a roll-up victory. Um, Minorita, I don't know if I'm familiar with this guy. Um, maybe I am. But when I saw his name, I thought it was like Kota Minorita. I was confused and I realized it was two people. Um, so, so what's the deal with Minorita? What, what makes him stand out? So Minorita, uh, he, let me give you this exact because I'm going to push it. Minorita. What makes him a part of Gold Flat? So he was, uh, Takumi Hayakawa was his. <laughs> Somebody get hurt? <laughs> oh, jeez. No, I was watching Diamante murdering, powerbombing dudes to the outside. Damn, he's <laughs> so great. Yeah, I love Diamante. I no, love so- Diamante. I love how he went from, like, grit, like, Lucha, like, all the big men, pay attention. Diamante has done it all. I'm looking at you, Hikaleu. Watch <laughs> Diamante. He went over 6'7". This is the guy that can do it. Watch him ward low. He power bombs way better, way better. And that tilt the world shit he does, amazing. <laughs> so, um, Takuma Hayakawa, uh, he was part of the 2021 class. Yep. Um, and then he was repackaged as Minorita because he's five foot one. So he's basically yep. a smaller and lighter version of Kota Minora. Is literally what they did. They said he looks like. That's what I was wondering. I was like, is there a similarity? Is it like a a Max Mini per se? Yeah. So um, uh, March third was when Gold Class started, and uh, Takumi Hayakawa then was repackaged as Minorita uh, as part of a gift from Naruki Doi to uh, basically he's like, let me give you, uh, let me give you a present for for being really willing to join gold class and be like my protege type guy to run the thing. And he goes, I give you Minorita imitating the, the, like the, the Mexican naming system, like in AAA and stuff. He said, uh, or we could do mini Minora or Minora junior. And they decided it was Minorita. That was like his gimmick. Um, and then he greets uh, Cota Minora trying to like mimic his movements and not really understanding what's going on. And then Cota Minora is like, like his doppelganger. That's yeah, are you looking at him? Pictures, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then he ends up just going, fuck it. It's like he's a stunt face. double. It's like something mm-hmm. out of, like, a gag. It's, it's just funny, five so. for one. Um, yeah. So then, yeah, he ended up being his, his Cota Minora is like, all right, cool. And Kaito Ishida's just going, this is stupid, fuck all of you, let's just get out of here. And they're like, calm down, Kaito Ishida, stop being dicks. Uh, and then at Champions Gate two days later, they meet KZ, UT, and uh, Jackie Funky Kame, I think it was, for the Triangle Gate. And then, uh, and then um, so it was Doi, Ishida, and Minoru that won. But they, uh, wow. they recognized their, their championship run as the Freebird rule, and Minorita is also <laughs> now recognized as the champion. <laughs> <laughs> this is all coming back to me now. It's all very familiar. And then, like, Los Perros Del Mall showed up as this group called the Metal Warriors and then ruined my life when I found out it was actually Nostalgia a long guy in them. And they kidnapped yeah. Mina Rita and stuff like that happened and things like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Mina Rita gets added to the match just because they knew they could beat him easier if he was in the match. 
Um, so next, the next yes. match you were really hyped for, yeah, um, Fujiwara taking on Eita. You know he's been a, a show favorite for the last four or five years. Um, let's be real, Eita, justice for Eita. Screw you know Ishida, but anyways, um, <laughs> this match was up to the hype. Was it something that you know kind of showcased Fujiwara? Um, did he pass the Eita test, if you will? I, I went three and a half. Which is still good. I'm still fine with that. Um, Ata being with Imperial Uno. And kind of like I said to you in that text, they ended up tagging it together on that Corican show, you know, the next yep. few days later. So I kind of think these two are going to be attached at the hip when uh, when he comes back from excursion. Okay. Somebody, That's cool. I think it was... Uh, it, Case Low, I think it was, uh, from Open the Dream Gate, or Open the Dreamcast, um, said, he, he's like, I want Ata to start a loot, like a, a, like a horny luchador, not like a horny luchador, but how, you know, he's obsessed with lucha libre <laughs> Ata is. Yeah. And, and you, he gets, he takes like, like Takuma Fujiwara and like one of the other young guys who's on excursion uh, in Mexico, and grabs La Estrella and, like, Diamante and starts, like, a lucha stable. Hmm. And I was like, sign me the fuck up for that. <laughs> that was rock. But it was, it was, it, it was, it was, it wasn't, like, a perfect match, but, I mean, Fujiwara, you know, I think it's one of the first matches he's ever had, you know, been in front of a crowd that could make noise and, so it's cool. It was it was good. Like I said, three and a half. I had fun. The Fujiwara is is just he's going to be something special. The way he took that lariat at the the Corican show from Shuji Kondo had people like gasping in danger with the way he like Kota Ibushi neck bumps things. It's and, like he's got height. He's scrawny, but boy, can he move! Jesus, yeah, they have he, a highlight package of his match with Ata, and he's just doing. Oh my God, he just did like a nine eighty off the top rope. <laughs> you know, it, off the apron. Like so, he'll he'll get some size. So you know, I'm not too worried about that. I mean, Ata but, let him get his shit in. He just like scoop slams him down. Jesus. Yeah, this kid's going to be something. He could maneuver a lot of stuff. Like, kind of like, I mean, Takeshita doesn't do this much flippy stuff, but when he does, I mean, this guy does it a little bit more gracefully, but he's also, what, like 19, 20? Um, which I'm sure Takeshita around that time could probably do the same thing, but kind of very similar. You know, they have that tall frame. He's not as yoked as, as Takeshita, but, again, very young. Um, but man, that that this kid can move. This is going to be good. Twenty years old. Wow. Yeah. When when he comes when he comes back from his his excursion, he still won't legally be able to drink in Japan because it's twenty two there. Oh, so like, really? he, yeah. So he like still won't even be able to drink with with the, with the boys. Like, I mean, like somebody's talking about how like like the big six, if you if you will, with Dragon Gate, um, Akira Tozawa. Naruki Doi, Shingo Takagi, Yamato, BB Hulk, and Dragon Kid. 
They're like, everyone who dies by the end of it is going to own their own gym or gyms. Because, like, that's, like, Naruki Doi went and started opening gyms. That's part of why, why he went freelance. Like, Shuji Kondo has, like, ten gyms and shit. So these guys are all making a ton of money. And, yeah. uh... Somebody, and when and you say like, gyms, do you mean like actual like wrestling like, you know, like schools like, or like gonna, just gym gyms? We're gonna get chested house, oh, like okay. gold gyms <laughs> type thing. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, that's like Shuji Kondo's. That's what Shuji Kondo's so damn hot barrel chested is. I bet that guy just goes to whatever gyms buy him while he's wrestling and just starts like bench pressing for an hour and a half. <laughs> but uh. Uh, they're like, well, what does BB Hulk do that? He doesn't open gyms. Like, oh, just BB Hulk just drinks. That's all he does. He just likes to go drink. Like, oh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> him, and, him and Yamato, that's, that's their hobby. They just go to the bar. They go oh, to the local water. Man, if I if I drink as much as, as Yamato and looked as good as he did, fuck, that'd be tight. Oh, man. I, that's that's I, the I dream right there. I mean, you just start crimping your hair and you're almost there. And yeah. start, you know... Going to repsports.com, repsports.com, and get your swole on, get your lean on, get that weight loss protein on. So many awesome options there. Uh, also, if you want to help your sleep, they have wonderful sleep aids, um, as well as pre, uh, during, and post-workout options as well, and a lot of muscle sculpting uh, supplements as well. Um, I am on the hard caps right now, Ryan, uh, doing my second cycle of that, definitely noticing a little bit more extra in the gains there. Um, or as your your text message said, uh, when I read it on Monday morning, I was like, whoa, it's like someone's noticed, so thank you. Um, very expletive uh, laden, but uh, definitely worth it. Uh, when you go to repsports.com, uh, promo coupon at checkout, WrestleCast. Wrestle C A S T or fifteen percent. Again, R E P P Sports dot com. Check it out and uh, let them know we sent you and save some ducats as well. But um, yeah, no. Uh, to be honest, my goal, my goal, Ryan, is to not only to get barrel chested, but somehow maybe I mean I know I'm not going to move um, like Takuma Fujiwara uh, ever. But if I could somehow get a minuscule of Strong Machine J's rhythmic motion. <laughs> Can we done sometimes? I, uh, I, I it brings me forgot. joy when I see him break dance because when I saw that shit in DDT, I'm like, why are there so many Strong Machines? And this guy, we were like, oh, he's good. He's better than green. He's almost there. And then he comes to Dragon Gate breakdancing like he's uh, – <laughs> Uh, Papa Lock and, you know, Electric Shrimp or whatever they're talking about back in the Boogie Woogie days. And this guy is just jamming, and I love it. Well, it doesn't help that, I mean, when, when he's got it, when he's tagging with Strong Machine F and Strong Machine G, then, you know, you're going to be overshadowed. I mean, that Strong Machine F guy, he, you know, he worked a lot like Don Fuji, which is pretty tight. Yeah. You know, Strong Machine G had a, Similar physique to Gamma, and that's a, that's a tough motherfucker. So <laughs> I, I totally forgot I texted you. Hey, I have rang you, you buff Hispanic motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I only texted you that because I remember you're like, don't call me, just text me. Like, shit's turned yeah. off. Like, and oh, then the one day phone. where I'm just like deadly, just dead watching like the wild eating soup. 
downstairs with my phone's charging upstairs, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to see or talk to anyone. And then I see that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, you know, tied it back in as you mentioned the strong machine, Jay. But I, I don't know, eight did a really good job with the kid. Uh, I, good things I think are coming. Um, we really start picking up here too. Uh, we had Madoka Kakuda and Dragon Die of D Courage defeat Natural Vibes, Big Boss Shimizu and Strong Machine J. Kikuda getting the pinfall on Strong Machine J with that disgusting pile driver he does. I'm happy for Kikuda holding the gold. I think that's really nice. Um, him and Daya, uh talk about a, a, a grandioso of a tag team. Um, it would be pretty cool. I'm, I'm very happy uh, Kikuda is definitely, uh, you know, showing signs of, of strength improvement, especially having that horrific injury that took him off the shelf for a year. So uh, happy to see he, you know, he's the champion kind of heading into uh, the new year here. He is a big, thick boy. When you see him next to some of these dudes, he is just built like Jeez, that. his shoulders look huge. Yeah, he is. Are you looking at a picture of him? I'm looking at him about to, like, murder Strong Machine J with an ass bump. Nope, nope. Oh, no, he got murdered by J with a lariat. That was tight. Yeah, he looks bigger than when I just saw him a few months ago. Yeah, he is, like, he got on that Ben K, too. I was about to say he's on that Ben K gimmick. Ben K's like, he's like, hey, hip-hop, come here. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I'll say this. Uh, Madoka Kakuda says the nastiest pile driver I've seen in wrestling, and his legs are so big, I'm never scared by Bone Crusher for anybody getting hurt. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to kill you, and you will never touch the canvas with these thighs between your head. Does Daya still come down on a skateboard? Yeah, and then when the ramp started tilting downwards, he stopped and tipped it upwards and then picked it up and walked it. <laughs> I feel weird, man, though, when I see him, I just think of Sydney and that smile. I'm like, oh, my God, he's Dragon Daya. Dragon so, Daya is Sydney. So uh, Jordan watched the show with, with me on uh, Discord, and he, he, you know, he knows, like, from watching the Summit series and stuff like that, he's like, man, he goes, I don't, I don't want to say nothing weird. And let me just make, see if he's listening, because if he is, I'll let him do it himself. He's, if he's listening, he's not on the phone listening. Um, usually he's always listening, but he's always on the, in the switchboard, but I never grab his call, because I, I, I don't know if he just wants me to answer, so he can go, I'm going to snap, like Ken Shamrock, or if he has a, he's just listening. But uh, he's like, I, you know, there's a lot of women in this crowd. I was like, yeah, you know, it's like the, it's kind of like the, the other sex version of stardom. He goes, yeah, there's a lot of fucking handsome motherfuckers on this show. He's like, I bet you that dragon diet guy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm sure he does too. And then he's like, I don't know about that 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 other guy though, in the with the the trunks on the big guy, because that dude's eyes are looking two different ways. I'm like, dang, now he's just talking with Uncle head. <laughs> oh man. Do you think do you think Daya is just swimming in it? Do you think he's that type of dude? Like I no, hear him I think women? he's like I think he's like a good wholesome guy that like you bring home to meet your dad and like he shakes his hand and they sit down and watch like a you know like a soccer game or something. Okay, well if you like if you look like Dragon Daya, what would you do? 
<laughs> I might not be on this radio show right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I'd be keep pushing like Lupe Fiasco on my skateboard going to the door. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I bring that little. I come and sing some Justin Bieber and shit like. It'd be I over. Can see Dyler and like, <clears throat> remember those old school like uh, Georgetown and like Duke like baseball jerseys in the nineties? I think they were starters. <laughs> uh, I can see them with that and like the matching Georgetown hat like to the side with big glasses, just smoking like a spliff with like seventeen women. <laughs> Essentially, you think Dragon Diet is John Cena in the mid aughts when he was Thug Life. <laughs> <laughs> He plays that whole thing. Like, yep, come on in. Dragon Dice shows up to a chick's house with a with a Marshall Green Randy Moss jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a a blue Mets hat with a gray Daryl Strawberry jersey. <laughs> He's reading your closet. Oh, that's shout, shout out to a. Uh, I had to R.I.P. the Yasiel Puig today as he's been indicted for illegal gambling ring. Who, Pete Rose? No, Yasiel Puig. Oh, really? Yeah, somebody sent it to me, and I was like, no! And then I sent I him a picture. I thought about that guy like a couple seasons ago. I didn't know if he was still playing. <laughs> I sent him a picture of the Puig jersey, and the guy goes, half off rack now. <laughs> like, you asshole. <laughs> then I stopped responding because I was bummed. <laughs> Oh, um, but yeah, kick it up with the pile driver on Sean Rashid J. Uh, then Brave Gate title match heel with the wrist clutch Saito suplex to defeat Dragon Kid. Fun little match. Ooh. I three, three and a quarter on that. I went three and three and three quarters by the way in the D card match. Um, Wait, why would why would this match suck? It's Io Watanabe. It didn't suck. It just wasn't as good as the tag match. And it wasn't as good as the eight to match. Better than everything before the eight to match, though. Wow. It's look. Let, let me let me say this in the is best not, way. Is possible. he not? Is he not been? I mean, how has he been as uh, the Open the Brave Gate champion? This is what his second, third he defense. He's always having a really good run. His gimmicks over. Everything he does with Zebrath is great. He's just not yeah. the best wrestler all the time. That's all. Nothing wrong with that. Because he has that chip on his shoulder. <laughs> He's not. There's a reason Yuki Oshioka has the Dream Gate and Kyo has the Brave Gate coming out of that Mochizuki stable. Oh. It's not really good. It's like some people are just better, you know, just good at what they do, and it's just he's not. You know, he he's smaller. Um, Dragon Kid getting older that doesn't help things either. You know, so nothing. It's better. Yeah, Dragon Kid. As much as I used to shit on him, he looks pretty damn good the last like two years. Where I'm like, this yeah. guy's found the fountain of, of youth. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You, you, you definitely have. There's only one guy in pro wrestling that you don't get that everybody gets, and that's okay, kind of a thing, because not everybody needs to get everybody. And mm-hmm. and and Dragon Kid, you definitely. Definitely did turn a corner on him. Kind of like Adam Cole. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I I'll never do the same for Rey Mysterio. So no, that's not what I was talking about either. Thankfully. Or Sting. I was. 
Yeah, you you've given Sting some compliments since he got to AEW. Oh, very true. I mean, we saw the guy jump off the stage. He's like, all of a sudden, that's the fake Sting in the balcony. We all look up, and then we turn around. I'm like, he's jumping off the fucking balcony, <laughs> or not even a balcony. He's like forty feet in the air on a ramp, just diving on dudes. Thank God they caught him. <laughs> No, I, I was I was more talking about the GHC heavyweight champion than anything. Oh. <laughs> Your night quill, if you will. There you go. There you go. Honey, One of these days. To, I doubt honey, it. Honey, I can see you. I need to go to sleep. Can you help? Sure. Let me tear a wrestling universe and give me the best of kites on TMDL. Let's end Alex. And that's okay. You know, not everybody needs to watch the same guy. Yeah, um, good. I watch a Nakajima, and the the thing is, is like a Nakajima match, it's just kicks and then like staring at his opponent to kind of see where he's gonna kick him next, and then just kind of it, it's it's more like a game of chess with Nakajima. Well, like it, Nakajima it's very simple wrestling. <laughs> like, it's like yeah, reason. it's like he's a predator, like he's a wolf, like his gimmick. Like I totally understand it now. It just clicked. But, like, even, like, with Cano, where, you know, he's going to do a pose, and then he's going to, like, look at you like a, a murderer, and then he's just going to come at you and just, like, with, There's like, furious strikes. Why we love Tomohiro Ishii and Katsuyori Shibata, and it's the same reason we like Cano and Katsuyori Yeah. And it was the reason I didn't like Piro to begin with, was watching them, because I'm like, who are these dudes just doing the same shit? But then watching it over and over and seeing older matches and the history, um, you, you just totally – and then obviously the strong style aspect, you're just like, oh, like this is what I would love to do if I wasn't such a pussy. Well, I think that's the one thing, too, is when, when you really sit and watch and see how hard they're really hitting each other, it's like, yeah. okay, this is different. <laughs> this is some shit. Speak. Speaking of him, as we spoke about another guy, um, two wrestlers that I can think of have double eyes, Don Fuji, Big Tom Ishii. Uh, the 2011 uh, G1 tag league, it wasn't the world tag league yet. Uh, oh. Don Fuji teamed with Tomohiro Ishii on that fun fact. That'd I, be I don't a know fun, what they were called. Be a fun little team. I don't, maybe they were called the double eye team, but I don't know what they were. But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't see it. That was the year before I got back into uh, New Japan. So sad I missed it by about four months. That would have been fun to see Ishii and Don Fuji <laughs> together. <laughs> but now we get to our seven main events, and this was the second thing I texted you about. Um, we had the team of M3K, Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki, and Mochizuki Jr. defending the Open the Triangle Gate titles against Zebrats, Kai, Shin Skywalker, and Masked Z, who portrayed Shin Skywalker at those shows while she was on excursion. Mm-hmm. And he took the mask off, and Masked Z ended up being none other than Ishin Ahashi, and I popped. Wow. I love it. The, the angle's so good. He, him, and, him and Mochizuki Jr. didn't like each other. They did the father-son match with um, Ricky Ahashi and Ishin Ahashi against Mochizuki Jr. and Masaki Mochizuki and M3K1. And then, if you remember, was when 
uh, each Nazi's dad was like, hey, can my, my son join your, your faction? He needs mentoring. He needs to get better. And that was a Masaki Mochizuki. He's like, as long as you pay for his razor scooter and jacket. And he's like, deal. And like, he didn't want to be a part of it. He didn't want to pay with, with, with his rival, Mochizuki Jr. And now he, he turns heel, joins Zebrat. And he beats Mochizuki Jr. Uh, with the Alcatraz or as it's known, Taz Mission, Katajime, whatever you want to call it. Um, he is calling it the Alcatraz, and he taps Mochizuki Jr. with it as Zebrats win the Triangle Gates titles, which tells me that 10 years from now, Mochizuki Jr. and Ishinahashi are going to be generational rivals, which I love the idea of. Yeah. Um, I was just watching a few clips from here, and uh, I loved how they were pretty much shadowing each other uh, via some moves, and then, you know, just Junior has a, just a wonderful spinning roundhouse as he knocks uh, Ishin's block off, and, my God, just these two yeah, just he... chopping at each other. Boom, boom, and they're just, like, saying, ah, I'm going to I poke you. And then it's like, nope, Junior's going to – they both double knee each other in the freaking head. Yeah, it, like, it was dancing awesome. Like, I was like, uh... what? With four and a quarter on it, totally enjoyed it. You know, six-man tags, somebody does great. And the one thing I thought was interesting, too, to me, this is what I really – I call this the Ishinahashi. This is like the start of his career coming out party, kind of like SB mm-hmm. Kento. You know, we saw his Kets Kapune, you know, yada, yada, yada. This is his, like – I think he's just going by Ishin now, too. He's just going by Ishin. Doesn't even want to rep the name because of the dad giving him away to M3K. Um, so just a great story, which got me down the rabbit hole. Uh, Koji Katel, for those of you who maybe recognize the name, he was the gentleman that tagged with Janishiro Tenru to completely squash Demolition at WrestleMania 7 when Tenru worked WWF and yeah. being the partners, so Koji Katel came over. Uh, 1994, which was around WrestleMania 11 time, uh, Koji Katel was third of nine, so it's probably the same era, kind of. Koji Katao had his own company in Japan called the Katao Dojo, to which, ironically, as I said, Ishinahashi used the Alcatraz, which is a Taz mission, on Mochizuki Jr. to win the titles. Um, yep. On June 14th of 1994, his father, Masaki Mochizuki, made his debut at Korokan Hall for Katao Dojo, uh, defeating a gentleman by the name of Pete Tazillo, who we later know as Taz. Yep. Okay. So Mochizuki wow. beat Taz in his debut match, to which essentially the Ihashi start uh, defeated Mochizuki's son with the Taz mission in his first match, technically. Huh. <laughs> so that was kind of a little cool thing. Wow, that's, uh, that's a really neat history lesson there. Um, kind of Taz is, like you say, kind of the utilization of the, the Taz mission there. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a little interesting tidbit. He's like, you beat me, I take your move, brother. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to tap this kid with it. <laughs> um, and then we had, oh no, Josh got it from It's 20 through 21, Washington's winning. Oh, that's a face mask. That's not a fumble. Jamin Davis can't be doing that. Give him the ball back. Kendall Fuller, get out of the way. 
Um, then the main event, Yuki Yoshioka with a frog splash defeats Yamato. I went four and a half. This rocked. Um, never really was too nervous about them winning, about Yamato winning, yeah. but the matches were done really well. Um, so very happy with how that went. Uh, overall, getting us was a pretty fun show. Pretty good time with it. Yeah, it sounds like some of those uh, tag matches, uh, the real bangers of the uh, of the night. But you know, it's kind of their mo, which is nice. Um, what else we got that we can run through real quick here to save some time? I know, drive New Japan. Did what? I... Not Battle Autumn Night Twenty. Ah, uh, did I? Not... Oh, cool! My computer didn't save my um. I gotta rewrite everything on that now. <laughs> Shit. Because it didn't save my stuff. So cool. the big aspect where I, I kinda get out of uh Battle Autumn, um kind of the I mean the cool for me, I'm a Ren Narita guy. Beating Sonata to advance in the IWGP World Television Championship tournament there. Um was it kind of like a, a, a surprise finish, kind of like a roll-up or whatnot, or is is my man Renarito looking looking pretty good against uh, the LIJ member there? He ended up doing the um, basically the, the if, I remember, if I remember right, because now it's on my trust card, uh, he did the Sonata roll-up. Oh, okay. And it was original, cool. huh? He, the fifteen-minute time limit matches, and he won with thirty seconds left. Neat. Okay, I was wondering how many of those kind of did that there. Um, and I'd say the other big, uh, well, a lot of big things I would say kind of happened in this. Um, this event here, you know, of course, previewing the, the Wrestle Kingdom main event, uh, Kazuchika Okada, Tamatanga, defeating Jay White and Kenta. Let me guess, Kenta was the fall guy in this match? Yes. Oh, so sad how the mighty have fallen. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, Zack Sabre uh, defeated Evil, so no uh, LIJ uh, presence or or former uh, will not be in the IWGP World Television Championship Tournament Finals uh, as Zack Sabre defeated Evil. Uh, so we get Zack Sabre Jr. taking on Ren Narita yeah. Right, yeah. In, yeah. in the finals, and that will be at Wrestle Kingdom. Right. Yeah, Narita's got to win this. He's got to win this. If you don't that also going to be 15 minutes? I don't, that, I'm, that I don't know. I know that these things are supposed to be 15 minutes, but I don't know. I would assume, you know what, I'm going to say I, it probably has to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. Why change it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Gives it a little bit um, more of the, the fast, faster aspect there. Uh Hikaleu was supposed to challenge Carl Machine Gun Anderson uh, for for the Never Open Weight uh, Championship there, but uh, unfortunately uh, the Machine Gun had to uh, go to Crown Jewel, uh, so Hikaleu picked out the Tokyo Pimp himself, Yujiro Takahashi, which of course Hikaleu gets the victory there. United Empire, which I can't wait to uh, hear what you think about Gideon Gray. Uh, defeat the team of Hiroshi Tanahashi, Toriano, David Finley, and Alex Zane. Not a bad squad there. How were your thoughts on Gideon Gray? Uh, Gideon Gray's tight. <clears throat> I enjoy him run pro. He, he always does a good job, and he's a good hype man, good manager. Um, mm-hmm. he, he'll be the fall guy definitely for this group, but 
since they won. I mean, it was, you know, Tanahashi and Toriano are in the World Tag League, and they're called the Bebop Tag Team. me. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then Alex Zane's going to be with Lyndon, and they're going to be strong hearts. And the I'm, junior I'm fine with that. I'm but yeah, I mean, it, was, it was a basic match. Um, Fletcher and Davis uh, kind of got, you know, kind of stood out a little bit more, which was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do want to say, though, with, uh, Hikaleo beat Ujo in 28 seconds. There was a little squash, exactly what it should have been. And Zach yep. Cooper Jr. beat Evil in like five minutes. It was great. They didn't watch any big total or evil shenanigans. Just what Zach Saber beat him. <laughs> fantastic. Just fantastic. Um, Preview so, to the uh, four-way at Wrestle Kingdom. You had a team of Master Watto, El Desperado, uh, defeating Hiromu Takahashi and the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship champion, Taiji Ishimori. Um, how were they as a team, Ryan? And did Watto score the score the pin? Yeah, so Watto's the guy who's been losing to everybody. He got the pin, which is good because then you can make him a little bit believable for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Um, everybody had like a stick and they held up a they held it up and you either got an A or a B and then that was who the partner was. Um, oh. Hiromu and Ishimori were tagging each other by kicking each other in the face and things like that. Like, <laughs> it was a really good job of teammates fighting Setting each other. Setting up the match. And yep. then Taiji and Hiromu started working together and comboing moves together. And Hiromu was like drooling, smiling at Ishimori about it. And Ishimori just runs and kicks him in the head. <laughs> and um, Ishimori just decides to turn on Hiromu. And he hits him with his finisher. And after he hits him with his finisher, Desperado just throws Watto at um, <laughs> Ishimori because he was just sick of him, which knocked Ishimori out. And then Watto fell on top of Hiromu and pinned him. So, like, wasn't even That's like true. he went in with it. He just kind of got the pin, which is fine. It worked. Watto got the victory. Um, it established Ishimori, even though he lost, he's the reason that his partner lost. So that works well. Yeah. Um, we did skip over this, and I want to talk about this. This is my second favorite match of the night. Um, I like this better than the FTR match. Uh, Catch-22, uh, Francisco Akira and TJP, which normally when there's a new junior tag team, as we see Titan joins Boston Golden Oblates and Ibushi yep. go in, that new team always wins, but they didn't. Titan, uh, Titan took the fall, and Akira and TJP got the win, but this was really good. And I'm really intrigued to see now who's going to come away from the uh, Junior Tag League um, Wrestle Kingdom. Because I thought Bushi and Tatan were going to win, and then Akira and TJP would win the Tag League, and then they would rematch at Wrestle Kingdom. But I don't know. Maybe Bushi and Tatan win. I don't know. But what I also am really excited for is Fletcher and Davis are in World Tag League, and Evil's teaming with Yujiro, meaning... Evil's not winning, so we're not going to have to see Evil do anything. Maybe he'll be in the, the Rambo, which would be fantastic. Um, also, because Yujiro's going to take all the falls. Yeah. So that's beautiful. Um, I feel like there's two teams going into this uh, in the World Tag League, which we can talk about, because that starts, I think, in a couple of days. Um, yeah. Uh, Great Ocon is teaming with Aaron Hanare, no Jeff Cobb on his tour. But uh, FTR beat 
beat United Empire. Gideon Gray and uh, Sam and I was out there with them. This was good, like a four and a quarter match, but nothing like, you know, it, it's, um, but I think the big thing is Osprey defeated Naito in the main event. I went four and a half on it. Uh, Meltzer went five stars. I don't know if I'd go that high. Cage match is at a, about a 4.6 out of five. Oh. Um, Naito is. They is said Naito of, wasn't, wasn't that impressive in this match, though. So, like, now Naito was, like, brutally beating him. Like, he was beating his ass, which is really tight. This was vicious, brutal Naito, which we don't see much anymore. Osprey sold yeah. everything. Great job with it. But it's just the, the two issues I had are, are something that's never going to leave my mind, and that's what hurt the match. Maybe that's why I didn't go as high as a lot of these other people are. I still went four and a half. I shouldn't say I didn't go high. But twice Osprey did the Oscar cutter, and Naito took a back bump off of it. And I'm like, really? why are you not fucking falling forward? What is what is anybody taking an RKO from Randy Orton landing on their back? What is Diamond Dallas Page do a diamond cutter and somebody fell on their back? Not, not, <laughs> maybe ever. So something that little for most people probably doesn't matter because it still kind of looked cool. That attention to details bothered me. Because I'm like, why are you not taking this guy's moves correctly? Especially his, arguably his, his third most important move behind, you know, the Stormbreaker and um, the, the Hidden Blade. Now, they did a mm-hmm. sick-ass co- counter where he did the Stormbreaker and Naito did an extra 180-degree rotation and hit Destino out of it, which was awesome. Nice. So they okay. had some really cool moments, but I will never not think about that, where he's taking back bumps on this Oscar. <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't understand it. But I don't know, maybe means, he'll, he'll understand it in the World Tag League, though, because holy moly. Yeah, so it puts him and Sonata together in the Tag League, which I thought would be a cool, like, Sonata and Naito, that's FTR. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's That'd really be dope. Fun. That's a, that's a pretty big high-profile match, Sonata, you know, LIJ, you know, as a unit. And honestly, seeing Sonata and Naito as a team is, is intriguing, something fresh, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you looking at the, the list? I am, yeah. Do you see the so I, that I'm about to talk, to talk to you about that I hope wins this? Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste? God damn, the Mighty O'Neal are back. <laughs> No, I hope they're 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 rejuvenated, reinvigorated. Honestly, these, these aren't bad teams, minus Evil and, and the, the Tokyo no, Pimp and Bad Luck Lawler and Chase Owens. Huh? Doesn't it feel fresh? It does, minus the bottom teams, but you have mm-hmm. to have them on there. It's great to see Suzuki Goon back with uh, yeah. Suzuki and Lance Archer, friend of the show. Uh, Aussie Open, who, you know, are doing great things, that's, that's you know, with United Empire. That's uh, my team. Okan yeah, Okan and Anari, which, you know, Erna Hanari cool. has adapted this persona very well. Great Okan is the ladies' man of all ladies' men in all the <laughs> world. Um, again, Naito and Sonata, something fresh, something good. And, again, it, it leaves – if Naito doesn't win, what is he going to do at Wrestle Kingdom? Why not see, you know, him and Dax and Cash Wheeler, you know, just kind of – 
go off each other. Like it, it makes me smile. And then Sonata being taller than everyone. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Oh uh, Alex Kaufman, Gabriel Kidd is going to be an interesting team, you know, kind of show them, you know, a little bit more. What, this is their third, fourth, fifth year, you know, since being, you know, kind of in, in New Japan strong. You got to call uh, us go, go, What's that? Sorry, sorry. They, Jalen Hurts just hit a bomb 60-yard pass to Sammy Watkins. He caught the ball, and then when he got tackled, he fumbled, but I think he was already down before that anyway. And now the Redskins or Commanders got the fucking ball back. Six hundred oh, to win by five. I'm about to lose twelve hundred dollars here. Oh my god. The one game I thought was the biggest lock of them all is gonna cost me. Trap game. Where's my trap win? Division. Yeah, this this feels like a, a tangling, like I'm I'm excited. They only, they only had the fewest turnovers in NFL history. Eagles only had three through eight games, and they have three tonight. God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trap game uh, extraordinaire right there. Oh, my God. So I, um, I feel like this is a tag league that, that's definitely going to be fun to just maybe not watch everything, but parachute in for what you want to see because there's going to be that for sure. Um, I, I'm hoping that my needle needle have a decent run because that'll be fun addition to the, to the division. Um, as you mentioned, uh, you know, we said Naito Sonata. There's another team you mentioned, not Aussie Open, but um, who did you who did you mention before Aussie Open? Oh, Goto and uh, Yoshihashi. Not Goto and Yoshi, uh, Yoshihashi. It was another new team, I think. Oh, Mikey Nichols and Shane Hayes? No, we just talked about them a second ago. Oh, Coughlin and Kidd? No. Yeah, now I can't think of who. Now oh, I'm done. United Empire? No, not United Empire. Let me let me pull up this card here. Suzuki Goon? Oh, yes, yes, Suzuki Goon. That's what reminded me of um, where I found the 2011 Don Fuji and Tomohiro Ishii was 2011 was the last time Archer and Suzuki were in a tag league together. What? Yeah. I love it. I so, love it. and then I, which made me see that, and I was like, holy shit, Don Fuji and Double Hero Ishii, that's so tight. Um, it, yeah, oh, God, Aussie Open against Bebop Tag Team Night, night 2. Ick. Oh, goodness. Bishamon versus House of Torture. Um, but what, what I'm what I'm excited for is imagine the stage being January fourth, Tokyo Dome, FTR Aussie Open. Oof. Can you not tell me that those four guys are going to wake up that day and go, "We're going to steal the show"? Oh yeah, and it's going to be. Something. That could be some American alpha, you know, kind of the revival type of stuff. Right? This, 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 but if more you, unhinged. If they did, if you, if people did their match predictions and, and somebody was like, "I, what do you think is going to be the match of the night?" and somebody picked that as the match of the night over anything else, I wouldn't even argue. I mean, no offense, I've seen White Okada. It seems like ad nauseum the last couple of years, where I'm like, pretty sure I can kind of. Dictate how the match is going to play out. Yeah, uh, for oh, four no minutes. Way he's losing. 
but like with yeah, with Aussie Open and FTR, it's like, well, can FTR still retain these belts? What are Aussie Open's gimmicks in New Japan? Like, there's so much that you can, you know, it can go so many different ways that it can go. Um, but can you can you do you think that'll be cool though for Gaijin in a co-main event? Oh yeah, people will be fine with it. I I you got to figure it's New Japan where it is an American based in a way too. I mean they you know it's it's a company for both. I think does FDR get a little bit more viewers to New Japan World for that? I I would think so. I think you're gonna have your your overseas fans. And I think the the thing that's, that that has me intrigued too is FTR being at Royal Quest too, a, a tremendous match, yep. which is now on New Japan World. If you haven't watched it, I feel like this is how you, you know FTR can lose the titles at the show and go back to work in AEW and get ready to wrestle the acclaimed or whoever at Revolution then in February because they'll have their mm-hmm. dates done with New Japan, and now you have made United Empire even stronger which is something they, I'm sure they want to do anyway. <laughs> you know what I thought? So there's a lot of good that can come from this. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you're, you're totally right. That could be the match that, that steals the show. Or, you know, maybe Will Ospreay's opponent uh, for Wrestle Kingdom. That could definitely uh, be one that steals the show, which we'll get into here in a second. Yeah, who does he work at, at, at Wrestle Kingdom? That's what I'm curious about. What do they do about it? has got to be Shooter, right? No, they're wrestling at the Stardom New Japan show. Oh, it was like... They're the semi-main... Stage for Umino. No, they're the semi-main for uh, Kyrie and Iwatani for the IWGP women's title. I mean, if if Omega wasn't such a hoe, that'd be tight if he just walks out and says, you know what, Billy... I can see you it. You have... I think, and then you, you, because you, the way you could do it is you have, um, you have Osprey win at the dome, and then you have the rematch at Double or Nothing or something, and have Omega get the win back. Yeah. And I don't think anyone would have a problem with it, especially. I think Omega would probably prefer to lose first because look what it did. Look at him losing to Okada first. What that did for him. Mm-hmm. You know, then it was, can he overcome it? And then he did. Who's your wild card team out of the tag league? Wild card to win? Yeah. I really think there's only two teams that are going to win. So I guess if I'm going wild card, I go Goto Yoshihashi. Okay. But I think if it's not Sonata Naito, it's going to be off the open. I could see Goto and Yoshihashi kind of having like like a mid south type of wrestling vibe against FTR Wrestle Kingdom, where it's going to be slow and it's just going to have like a few hype spots and it's just going to be like chops and like vertebrakers and and like random lariats. I think a lot of it too is going to you're going to have to look into. Um, I'm going to have to look into to who what teams are wrestling on the last show. Because that that's usually an indicator as to who's who's gonna make it, you know, gonna go whatever way. Um, and they haven't they haven't released those cards yet, so I have to see how that goes. Um, but I mean, if if the last the last show if it's Lij versus Aussie Open, 
then it's whoever wins that match is probably winning the winning the yeah. tag league. So I think you got to really look at you know it's kind of like the G1. If you when you look at the last night of the show, you kind of go okay, these are the people that are going to be involved in it. You know, and how are they going to be involved? Uh, Someone who seems to be involved after retiring a few times. Uh, Leo Rush is teaming up with Yo in a, a Super Junior Tag League team. <laughs> uh, Ryan, what are your odds for Leo Rush and Yo uh, going to the Tokyo Dome? Um, I think they got a decent shot. Here's the thing is, I, anytime – that Leo Rush is going to work. I think you have to book him. I just wouldn't put any stock in him because he, you know, he's he's like the other side of the pillow. He can just change at any point and just decide he doesn't want to do it anymore. Like, Who did show piss off to be teamed with uh, Dick to go? Well, that's what happens when they're the, when you're the two juniors in that stupid table. Stable. Dick Togo's a junior. Are you are you kidding me? Well, he's only like five three, I think. Something like that. <laughs> it's five seven one in the final. <laughs> Hopefully, if he does that giant elbow drop again. So, if, if I'm looking at the ten teams in the Junior Tag League, Kevin Knight and Kushida do, aren't going to win. They're probably going to lose every match because Kevin Knight will just take all the falls. Sorry, Kushida. Um, Alex Zayn Lindemann, mm, probably not. Connors and Dubuque, oh, why not? not. That's such a cool team on paper. I think it's fantastic. I just don't think they win. Um, I think Dookie and Yoshinobu Kanemaru have a chance. Oh, okay. Um, Eagles and Tiger Mask, I think, could have a chance. House of Torture, oh, I don't think they have a chance. Um, no. Bushi and Tatana, I think, I think, are the favorites. Catch-22 won't win because they're the champs. Which, so, I mean, now you got Bushi and Titan. I think Doki and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. And I think the the Impact Junior, Bullet Club Impact team, could maybe make some noise. I, I would team. hope so. That's, that's my, my second team, I would say, behind, like you said, Bushi and uh, Teton. Um, but, yeah, Austin and Bay, they're just – they've been solid for years. And, and for them to be on the stage uh, could definitely make some noise, uh, especially when they have the faction – a b- b- bullet club, you know, behind them. So, I don't know. Yeah, I unless, that's, you know. That's fun. Like you said, maybe if Cat 22, you know, they are the champs and they do win, and then, you know, they're like, hey, we have no challengers. I don't know. Is there another junior tag team from the States that could make some noise? That's a dome. I mean, personally, I have a team that I would love to see come and do it, but they they wouldn't they wouldn't pop a number or nobody would probably know who they are, but I would love to see the velocity join that division. Ah. Get Kid Q, the dude, and Paris and Silva in there. I mean, those dudes are definitely juniors. I mean, when they wrestle Aussie Open, they look like children. Yeah. Wait, Leo Rush is part of chaos now? Apparently, yeah. They probably just did that just to, to make sense of the O. Why does he look more in this picture than Leo Rush? (laughs) Are you on the New Japan website? I am, yes. There's Bay looks crazy. What did you bet? 
I like but, how Tiger Mask and Robbie Eagles has been like the steady team for like the last five junior tag leagues, by the way. I love it. <laughs> God, Lindemann and Zane, they just look like a fun team. Like, And I love how he's a part of Strong Arts. Like, unofficial, official, I don't give a shit. But that, is he going to bring the great championship belt with him? That'd be tight to bring that one. Um, so I guess they did a show in Japan back in the day, an OWE show, and Alex Zane mm-hmm. was like, thank you to Shima and company for making me an honorary Strong Hearts member, and I'm so blessed to be able to work your OWE show, and I hope for many more. And then I think in Gleet, they tagged the other one, Zane and Bandito went there. Okay. So that's like his Strong Hearts ties, I believe. But I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna parachute in on. Brian, I'm gonna watch all of it, but I'm definitely gonna come in and watch things that really intrigue me. That's for sure. I'm intrigued by both, and that's the shitty thing because there's some really solid matchups within these with both the juniors in the regular World Tag League. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Seventeen nights. Gotta get my damn fire stick to work. Or sixteen nights, five matches a show. So. Oh my God! You're gonna call that penalty. He anyway. I'm just cranky now. <laughs> so you're looking at what 60, 30, 60, 80 matches over the course of a month. Yeah. Um. What else you got? What else you want to kind of talk about? Now that I just lost, just watched twelve hundred dollars go to the drain money. I just watched Taylor Heineke flop, and they threw a flag. When it was fourth out, and they were about to punt the ball. He took a knee. He takes a knee, and they come in and, and like, slid. It's unbelievable. He's running full speed. Yeah, piece of dogs. And I'm cranky. (laughs) Does Logan Paul's respect for the business of professional wrestling make you like him more or does the talent help as well? Um, I think both, both cases. I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on, I mean, I know it's ground jewel. I know it's WWE. It's not your cup of tea, but I mean, he, he put on a pretty steadfast match against Roman Reigns. You want, my honest, you want my honest truth? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen someone in three matches look as good as he does. Whoa. Really? He's Nothing looks forced. Everything looks impactful when he hits it. He mm-hmm. sells. He never looks lost. He has a natural charisma, and his matches flow well. Like, I think his match he had with The Miz was the best match Miz has ever had in his life. Hmm. I just, I don't know. He just gets it. Yeah, oh, gotcha. He he puts in the work, it seems like, too, after mm -hmm. doing all the other that he's attached to. Um, I really like that main event. I really did. I liked the whole showmanship of everything. I thought it was funny how Solo Sokoa got his own entrance video and, like, everything when he was coming down. Uh, Jake Paul, he definitely needs a little bit of work, but 
Uh, I'm sure, you know, when he's not knocking out, you know, Anderson Silva or, you know, what random other people. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought as an overall show, you give me like four matches. I thought it was a watchable show. I just kept forgetting there were like Strowman and Omos, which I'm not, uh, Omos. I'm not going to lie, Ryan, that might have been my third favorite match of the whole year of wrestling. Obviously, I kid, but that match almost from like two years ago to now, Ryan, you have to admit, he's on that Jay Cargill level of charisma, just talking all that mad shit. And he looked pretty good in the ring from what we've seen in the uh, Strowman, you know, being a jerk as always. But, you know, it was a nice pickup power slam finish, you know, to kind of stop the big giant there. Uh, well, what are your thoughts on, on Omas? I know I keep pushing his name. He's fine. Like, I mean, I'm not going to... Serviceable Giants? Uh, let me see if I... Move. I think... I wonder if it saved my crown jewels because it didn't save my others. Oh, it didn't save my crown jewel ratings either. I don't know what all my stuff. I mean, it was, it was fine. Like, yeah. I mean, it should have been a catastrophe. Well, my but, but here's here's the thing too. I think this is why I'm not like people are putting this on a really big pedestal. And I'll say this: I don't think I don't think there's anything really bad at this show. To be honest with you, this is probably the best yeah. blood money show they've had. Um, but let me let me pull this up here. But I mean, like. I don't know, like people people are are just are going crazy with it, but then you look like Meltzer gave it like a star and a half. On Cage Match it's getting a two and a quarter rating. I think I went two stars on it myself. For which one? For almost Strowman. Oh well yeah, again, like wow, I'm surprised it was only getting a star and a again. His charisma alone made the match like and him just like berating everyone like in the camera and like he just was hitting all the points where again before it was just always awkward and yeah, Strowman yeah. has that stigma but I, I, I thought it was it was serviceable for, for what it could have been what we've seen in the past and I, I was like if he if he keeps working on it like you know it seems like he wants to you know within a couple of years he could be that guy where you're like okay he could be a viable threat, you know, something along those lines, you know, that they want as a giant. But, yeah, again, obviously I'm kidding with third favorite match. But, again, I, I thought this was a, a good showing by both men, you know, Strowman for, you know, kind of picking them up and whatnot with that, that finish. Um, but for also, you know, kind of selling to Omas as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was fine. Like, I, I'm not trying to, like, dog it. It's just, I don't know, after Braun Strowman went on this Twitter tirade, it really kind of irked me. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, what are you talking about? Speaking of controlling, um, I'm assuming it was an homage to Bret Hart and Roddy Piper's uh, WrestleMania match, but Brock Lesnar defeated Bobby Lashley (laughs) awkwardly by trying to do the the turnbuckle push-off finish, uh, but unfortunately just kind of stumbled onto Lashley as his shoulders (laughs) were, you know, pinned. And everyone just seemed like, oh, shit, we're not supposed to do this. But Lesnar is a mountain of a man. Even Lashley can't get up off the ground while he's on top of you, I'm sure. But uh, a fun opener. Lesnar's having fun. Everyone's having fun. Uh, like you alluded to, you know, it'll probably lead to the WrestleMania rematch there. 
uh, since it is one and one here. Uh, what were your thoughts on that wonderful finish? Um, it was fun. I, I kind of wish it wouldn't have ended so abruptly. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, I, I liked you for what it was. And then Lashley coming back and putting them back in it, and they're, they're sweating oh, like they wow. did. I mean, that, that sweat was pouring out like they, they hit a gusher on a, on a gin job. Oh, man. <laughs> that was hilarious. But, yeah, it was, you know, two and a half, three stars. I, I just wish Go to Kai. Like, he... A little bit longer the... or had, you know, a little bit more of a finish. Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously, the it, it felt flat, but I, I was like, are they really trying to push off? Like, I was like, they're really trying to do this this homage. I get it because you don't want Lashley to look weak. You don't want his hold broken, but you can't have mm-hmm. him go two and zero on Lesnar because now oh, now they're sure. one and one, and so they gotta have a romance because this company yeah. can't. You know, they they won't push somebody. They won't have one person get the face and wins. So you have to have the, the the other guy win so they can be fifty fifty, and you know it's kind of kind of which is fine. I don't like for this I don't mind because it's a long term story. I feel like, but yeah. oh yeah, you know it's. I think they tried something that didn't just didn't get over as well as they thought it would. I mean, Lashley's obviously going to eliminate Lesnar at the Rumble to to get that match, but not yeah. off that run sheet you sent us. I know. I was about to say we got to talk about that really quick after we talk God. about Dakota Sky, or uh, Dakota Kai and Io Sky damage control after losing the women's tag team championships. Uh, just what four or five days prior on the Night Raw to champion sure. Alexa Bliss and Asuka, they retain them back, or I should say they they grab them back um, as as Bliss and Asuka fall. Um, I like damage control. I thought it was weird. You, the hot potato of the title, but kind of going in, you, you kind of thought, especially when it closed the show on Monday, that it was kind of go that way just so they could swap it back. Uh, very happy with the uh, with the women's showings, the last couple of crown jewels, but especially this show here. But uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, the women's tag team championship, championships? And uh, can you wait? for Naomi and Sasha to take on damage control for the titles. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was cool. It was a good match. I didn't think they did nothing wrong with it. Um, you know, there was the run-in. I just, once again, it's the same thing I just said about this last match. Why can't one person just get over it? Like, why do you have to go back and forth so much? Yeah, now, do you think Sasha and Naomi are going to be the, the two partners? I think so. I'm hoping so, but yeah, no, I think it's pretty obvious that that it. I shouldn't say it's obvious, but I, I'm I would place a safe bet like it was the Commanders taking on the Eagles. Yeah, you shut your mouth. <laughs> Drew McIntyre defeated Kerry and Cross <laughs> after getting sprayed with me. Welcome oh, to the fifth anniversary. Who's trying to keep now, There we go. Gary um, and Cross yeah. cannot catch a break, but hey, it was the cage it's not, match. It's not good either. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, it was a fight. I, you know, the, the the dueling about to land, you know. I just, I don't know. I, I just, I guess my thing is I don't, there's, they've done nothing to make me care about it. Agreed. It's the second gimmick match. And, you know, 
You don't need to. You don't need to always put gimmick matches on to try to get people interested. But you know, regardless, it was fine for what it was. It wasn't. It wasn't like anything bad. Like, I wasn't bored, but I also. Didn't but it was a strap match, I would say, a little bit oh, more yeah. time. Um. You know, and but once again, didn't Cross win the strap match? My rest of my case. <laughs> Rubber match. Speaking <laughs> uh, of rubber, no. all day. Uh, Prince Devitt, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, with Mommy Rhea Ripley, a.k.a. The Judgment Day, defeated the OC with AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. Um, <laughs> Bullet Club was mentioned on WWE programming. Uh, as they mentioned what I mentioned the last show, how Balor was the original and kind of founding member of Bullet Club with Gallows and or, or sorry, with Anderson. Uh so it was kind of funny that it was the original club where Styles was what, like the third like yeah. leader? Maybe no, he, was second. Second. Uh, second. he second. He he yeah. laid out Balor and then got laid out by Kenny. By Kenny, yep. So uh so yeah, you know, progressing the, the storyline, you know, a little bit more. Uh especially with uh the O C bringing in their acquisition to take out the Rhea Ripley uh, problem, which happened no to be sense. the returning Mia Yim. Uh, Ryan, I mean, how soon will we see Keith Lee back? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but he's he's happy where he is. Um, I like bringing back Mia Yim because I think she's a good worker, but mm-hmm. with ages like, I got some for these Dusty Roses. I'm bring, I, got, I got somebody who's going to come in who who we know real well is going to take out Rhea Ripley. You have no interaction in your history with me and him. I don't see anything. And like tonight, I was watching it. Um, I, I watched like the first like twenty minutes of Raw just to watch Ali get squashed, and then they cut a promo, and it's the four of them. At the end of the promo, he's like, "You know, what we got two now, right?" And then they all do the two sweet, and me and him's doing it. I'm like, "This is just." Come on, man. God, who are they? Chaos just adding random members? Jesus. So, but Six Men was fine. Like, it wasn't anything bad. Donald Serial sucks. He still sucks. But um, he's your worst wrestler of the year, huh? I think he's, like I said, I think he's the worst major league pro wrestler ever. He's like David Flair level for me. I'm not bad. Or Garrett Bischoff. Whoa. He's really bad. West Briscoe. <laughs> Let's just keep naming all the sons of pro wrestlers. Speaking <laughs> uh, of that, the Usos, Jay and Jimmy Uso, put on some of the best work of their let me, career. Let, let me say this. Hold on, hold on, before we go too far. I think, I will say I think he, he's a better wrestler than David Flair. But mm-hmm. my problem is this dude's like a four-year pro now wrestling Four days a week, probably every week. What on earth is different from his first match from the Crown Jewel match in his wrestling ability? What has gotten better? Nothing. I don't think absolutely anything. nothing. The only good thing he's done in his career was what he said: the Eddie Guerrero era should have been the Dominic. Or he should have been the Eddie Guerrero of Dominic Mysterio era, or however he said it. That I thought was funny. I was like, okay, that, that's cool, because you know you're going to get heat for that. Good move. Yeah. But, like, you know, look at the guy you asked me about leading into this. 
How come in three matches, Logan Paul is... It's like watching Styles and Steve Lombardi, a, a difference. <laughs> you know, this is this is like Kazuchika Okada and 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 Bamak Fale difference. Damn, you said Yoshihashi from <laughs> four years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though, like, how is Logan Paul in three matches where he is, and Dominic Mysterio has been wrestling for four years, like? I'm going to pull this up. Let me go to matches. Dominic Mysterio has 119 matches in his career. Jesus. His, his debut was at SummerSlam in a street fight against Seth Rollins at SummerSlam 2020. This guy's been wrestling 2020 to 2021, 2022. This guy's been wrestling for over two years, and he just doesn't he doesn't improve. Like, look at the people he his, he... his first wrestling promo, he worked Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy. He worked a, a tag team with Humberto Carrillo, who's a good worker. Yeah, very good worker. Then they move him to SmackDown. Well, I guess he was in there. He had three straight matches with Corbin. That, that doesn't count. Um, but you know what I mean? Like... Like, then he worked Chad Gable for a while. Street pro like, how is he not in the slightest bit improved? Mm. He's just he's just bad. I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it, man. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. There's a lot of trainers. There's a lot of this and that. But I mean, even I'm not trying to shame anyone, but I mean. The physique aspect too. He just doesn't look like a wrestler. He just looks no. like a kid it, with a mullet. It feels like his dad like forced him to play baseball. Like he's that. Yeah. Kid. You're gonna go travel for the team because you're a man. You know, you're gonna go be a wrestler because you're a bastardo. You know, like I see him and I'm like, no, like he just doesn't. He's not doesn't look believable as a wrestler. And then you put him in the ring and you're like, oh yeah, it, you're not a wrestler. If he hasn't gotten even, like, slightly better in 120 matches, because tonight I guess he beat Shelton Benjamin, um, he's not going to get better. Like, I just don't see – I don't see him magically improving. You know, he's not going to slightly become – Like, they're a unit, right? Like, do they get to, like, mess around in the – like, do you think, like, Devitt is, like, going to Dom – and be like, hey, let's let's go around in the ring for like fifteen, twenty I could minutes. See like, doing it. is that and, a and, thing? Like, do people do that? Like, or am I just like a fantasy guy? Where I'm like, yeah, that happens all the time. Look at Brian Danielson's doing it with a lot of the women in, in AEW, like Jay Cargill. Yeah, like she always credits him for that. Here's the thing: it's like I'm not saying Dominic Mysterio does anything like his moves bad, like. Oh, that was a nice hip toss he did. Nothing seems yeah. fluid. Nothing. He just always seems uncomfortable with everything that he does, yeah. everything that he says. Like you said, I mean, that's a good good point where he just looks like he's forced to play baseball. He's like, but, Dad, I want to be a theater major. Well, sports entertainment, you know, it's the same thing. <laughs> but Yeah, you know, like, it's hey. like, no, I want to just be this. Nice, nice um, headlock takeover. Really well executed. But then he just sits there and doesn't know what's going on. And then he doesn't, 
or he does this, and then there's no follow-up, or he's really light with this, and it just, I don't know, it just, he's just not good, and he, he has no charisma, and he, like, no. at least, I think, I think at least Rhea Ripley's helping him with that, like, I, I think the best thing that's ever happened to him is him joining this faction. I think if anything, he's going to save his career at this. Because Ripley is so damn comfortable out there. She, you can tell she's trying to, trying to give him some, like how she puts it over, like he's, he's got a bigger dick than Katsuki Nakajima, which she basically keeps saying every week. You know, she's saying he's hung like Lashley. So like, she's trying to make this guy like, seem like a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, and David Priest, I think helps too, because he, he used to be a trainer. Um, uh, uh, Preston Vance, uh, 10 in Dark Order, he was trained by Damian Priest. And Damian Priest was like, hey, I want to really take it. I really want to help you because I'm too old to ever get a contract. I, wanted, I want to make sure with your talent that you can get a contract. And ironically, you know, he got signed as Punishment Martinez and, you know, he did get a contract, but he was a trainer like at a, at a wrestling school before all this. So like he gets the fundamentals wow. too. I mean, David Priest is 40 years old. I don't think, I don't know if people realize that, but he's 40. He's 40. He's a man like that coach, but, <laughs> um, and balance. He's in the right situation. It's just, if his heart's not in it or you just, sometimes people just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and he's, he's feuding with legit veterans. Man, who does he have the uh, loser loser leaves town match against? Is it going to be a member of the OC or his own father? <laughs> I like how, I look. I like that they moved Ray over. Get him away from him. Let yeah, him try to grow. Oh, that was that was a very smart thing. Agreed. Agreed. You know, and it's not like I like want him to suck because I I would prefer to watch better wrestling, but you know. It's just, <laughs> He's in the wrong situation, and at the end of the day, he's going to suffer from the same thing I say every time about Charlotte Flair. They never got an opportunity to work the Indies. They never got an opportunity to wrestle in different places where there's different styles and you learn to own your craft. That's the same reason why as great as Charlotte is on the mic and as much as she can have entertaining matches, when something goes not the way it's supposed to, she looks like fucking deer in headlights. And Dom is the same way. And that's because they've never had an opportunity to learn an improv. Because they went to the same wrestling school. and <laughs> Yeah, they and went to squat class and, and hip toss class and deadlift class. Instead of, hey, you're going to work, you're going to drive eight hours each way, uh, Saturday and Sunday, and pay your dues and, and learn how the business works and talk to people in a car ride and pick their brain. You know, that have been doing it for 35 years. No, you got... Today, today we're going to we're going to promo class. Today we're going to go and teach you how to swing ropes and get stronger. Like it, it's just not the same, you know. So, so with uh, New Year's Dash happening again this year, and Jay White is penciled in for the 2023 Royal Rumble, who's the one who kicked him out of Bullet Club? Oh, is Jay White on that thing you gave us? Yeah. Oh God! I didn't even see that. Well, yeah, that's why I sent it to you. 
No, I mean, I didn't even realize that it said Jay White on there. Yeah, Cardona, um, Jay White, and Punk with a new name. Punk with a new name? <laughs> I love how, I love Demtris. That must be from a replica belt mutant. <laughs> I was laughing. I was doing. I was uh, working my truck, and I saw. I started laughing, and my printer just stare at me. I was like, oh, <laughs> um, I thought the tag title match could have been a little bit longer, but you know, Jay broke his wrist or whatever, so I don't know if that changed it. Oh, I didn't know that's what happened. Yeah, a lot of, they weren't they weren't sure if he was going to be able to do war games, but I think he's just going to work through it. Hmm. Who's are they going to just do four people, or do you think they're going to do five? I think five, right? So who's going to well, be the fifth? Yeah. Well, no, it can't be Steen. He's out. Maybe they yeah, do was, do four. I was thinking Steen originally. But maybe maybe then you could just have the one Uso not do it. You just do Zane, Sokoa, Jimmy, and Roman. Yeah, who else could you pick, though? So that tells me that we're going to lead to Drew and Roman at Rumble, I guess. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I don't want to see it again, either. Here's what I wish they would have done. Call me crazy about this. The Usos, uh, Roman, Sokoa, and Zayn are beating up Holland and Bush because Sheamus is gone. And you bring out Imperium. Okay. And out of respect for the brawling brutes, they they are helping them. And, and Gunther's like, I'm the real champion of SmackDown. You know, I'm here every day whipping the hell out of everybody or how they cut the promo. And Roman's like, you ain't shit, you know, knowledge me, yeah, or whatever. And then you have them take out Ridge Holland, who's the worst man of the five, the SmackDown before, and then you add Sheamus in. So then it's Sheamus, Walter, um, Ludwig Kaiser, and Gio, Giovanni Vinci or whatever against those five. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Like that's that's well, me going. This match is this is gonna this is gonna fuck. This maybe gonna next fuck. year they do that. Honestly, because I mean, if, especially if you get Walter and, and Cena at Mania um, to build off of Walter a little bit more. Um, yeah, you could make him that viable contender for you know possibly the guy that doesn't knock off Reigns. Do you and, and thankfully the the right guy who likes those kind of people's booking the company now. Because mm-hmm. you know, as we as we found out, like a week or two before Vince left, he was gonna have Walter lose the title. And he was just gonna be done with him. And they're how, crazy. How do you not know how to book Walter? Are you stupid? That's, that's ridiculous. I um um. I also wonder if they're gonna do the champion versus champion thing from the brands? Because does that mean we're going to get Rollins and Walter? That might be really That'd good. That'd be cool. No, I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. 
but I mean, they're what? Is it's a week from Saturday, so maybe new matches get announced. But yeah, I don't know. Um, what do you think of Bianca and Bailey? I I thought they worked hard. I um, I enjoy like, a lot. It's a lot of the kendo stick shit that they always do. The only yeah. thing that killed it was Bailey literally got out of the ladder and then didn't stand up. <laughs> they pushed it under the rope. Yeah, the finish. I think they 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 missed on uh, by probably about an inch or two, um, in order to fully lock her in into that you know the the post there, um, for the finish. You know, it was yeah, you could tell she stopped different. struggling. Like she, yeah. she realized she was almost out. She was like, "Better stop." Yeah, um, and the golf cart, you know, kind of double or nothing, you know, kind of a uh, uh, gimmick infringement that that Bianca Belair had while Bailey was on top of it. A lot of fun, but it was just so funny how she's like, ah! And then B- uh, Bianca Belli just slows down, just to stop right in front of the table <laughs> with no payoff whatsoever. And I'm like, okay. Did, um, did it seem but, a lot like the ladder match where they worked really hard for nothing? Yeah, like it, they didn't need to back-to-back gimmick matches. Like, what are they going to do next? Have a regular wrestling match? Jeez. Um, I I don't, like, I get because you have war games, you need to fill it. I didn't mean to cut you off. But, like... No, 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 no. So, yeah. This feud's done. What else is there? They actually did something like Bianca got two straight wins. Great. You established that she's great. That's what you should be doing with every fucking person you push. They don't do that. Everything is... The whole card before this is 50-50 shit, minus the Usos. But you actually did this right with them, and now it's still going on. Ugh. Enough. Like, I understand it's war games, and, and there's nothing else you're going to do. Like, I get that. There's no other angle you can really do. Mm-hmm. But, my God, I'm like, Bailey, I'm not done with you yet. You really didn't beat me. You just you didn't pin me. Like, oh, God. It Shut seems up. like it's going to be, yeah, like she's going to lose the title via a uh... – like on a SmackDown or a Raw or some shit. You, you, this tells me that they don't have a flipping clue on who to put next, and they're going to extend this to the Rumble. Oh, yeah. I think what it's going to do is extend somehow. I don't know. Either they got a dream match prepared for Mania, or you have the inevitable happen with Charlotte somehow coming out. Um, Which and beating Bianca, or you have Bailey win it at, at, like you said, the Rumble, and then she gets her dream match against like Trish at Mania that they've been kind of talking about. I, if, okay, here I, I will say this: if you want to extend this and you want to give us something great at Mania, you have Bailey beat Bianca and you give us Bailey Sasha at Mania. Yes. Now you're, I mean, about, now you're talking gibberish. I mean, I'm not wrong though, right? You let those. No, two God, no. It was the match have, that was like what two mania teases it had. Mm-hmm. It was I like, mean, oh, we're getting Bailey Sasha, we're getting Bailey Sasha, and then they totally scrapped them off of the whole show entirely. We're like, what? Why would they do the that? Positive, here's the positive is that we got to look at, and I'm saying this as me being a hopeful wrestling fan. I'm not even going to call myself yeah. a WWE fan. I'm just going to call myself a wrestling fan. Look at who elevated B- Bailey and Sasha by giving them multiple main event type matches. The guy who's running the company. 
Yeah. He's done it before more than once. If you give, if he gives us Sasha Bailey, is that main event night one? I would think you'd have to because you got the two nights and you only have one world title, so that's got to be night two. I, I'll tell you this. If, if you really want to win me over with these two women's divisions and you want to book this correctly, do you know what, what I'm about to say? Is that if you gotta, that's your Raw match. You know what your SmackDown main event's got to be? Yo Shirai and Mayu Iwatani. No, who who is who is the big duo now on SmackDown? Who's the big what? Who, who's the who? What is Ronda doing on SmackDown right now? Do you know? With her heel turn? Uh, no, she's just talking shit. She is partnered up with with Shayna Baszler, and they're coming out as a unit. Who's gonna turn on who? Make make Shane in the baby face. Give it a shot. <laughs> that would be funny as hell because she would be like the Terminator of the women's division. Just take it, it out, chick. Yeah, and I, I, I think it would get over because she's good. But, and then Rousey well, could totally play, I was the bigger star. What mm-hmm. are you doing? You're nothing. You were NXT champ. I headlined a WrestleMania. I did this in the UFC. Where were you? Yeah, you didn't match. even know the ultimate fighter. Yeah. So if you really want, if you want to make me give a shit, and about she's always titles, cheerleading for Baszler to be on the bigger spectrum. Man, that that would be a dope match. Who's they the could guy actually who, do a case. Huh? Who's the guy who put her put her on the spectrum as the as the, the top draw? Mike Greenberg. Triple H. Once again, we have an opportunity with the right person running shit right now, where we could get Sasha Bailey. And Ronda against Baszler as the two title matches at Mania. Why so wouldn't I you think, just do Evolution two on night one? Because then you're just okay. Then you're doing the NWA Empower. But Evolution Evolution didn't. Why would you give Tyrus the championship? I the you end. know I was gonna watch the I was literally gonna watch that fourteen match show and I decided not to when I saw he won. I'm so happy you didn't. I don't understand why why he thinks that his Fox News stuff and his like he's a like he he's a legit New York Times bestselling author now. He, he I'll, I'll give him all that credit. He's on Fox News. I'll give him all that TV credit. But do you think that the people that watch NWA watch Fox News? No. no. Do you think the sixty year old men that watch no. Fox News watch? The NWA? No. no. So everything, theoretically, theoretically, if you were to, if you were to put it on, on, a, on a whiteboard, everything makes sense as to why he's the champion, but it doesn't make sense because it's the complete polar opposite of platform. Yeah. Like, it's like so they're like, trying to go for the media attention and everything, and it's like, what, his show's on, what, 10 o'clock at night or on a Saturday? Yeah, so it's like... And, he Billy Corgan did it correctly. It's just he has two polar opposite fan bases, so it doesn't work. Like yeah. th- this is a formula that works, but it doesn't work. This is the same thing with um, you know Logan Paul. This is the same yeah. thing with Bad Bunny. The problem is the two, the two entities don't talk to each other. <laughs> That's why it doesn't work. Like, <laughs> 
And, and like I said, I, I, got, I got a newfound respect for him after listening to that Jericho podcast by how big of a fan he really is, how big of a historian he really is, how much he truly knows about the business and how hard he says he works. But at the end of the day, he is a terrible wrestler. I could practice, I could practice being a swimmer. Who's better, Tyrus or Dominic Mysterio? Please don't make me answer that. No, you got to. You got a Sophie's Choice that shit. You got to run run them jewels. I'm going to say because, thankfully, because they're not a major league company, I'm going to say Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> I can kind of double edge sneak my way out the back door like a heel, but like I could train for a year to be a a hundred meter Olympic swimmer. And at the end of the day, I can't swim. I have no cardio. It's just not something I'm good at, no matter how much I try. Mm-hmm. No matter how much he tries, he's just not good at it. He just he he looks like a he has a shittier body than Akatoshi Saito and Noah. And that dude looks like a melting <laughs> candle. For those of you who don't know, he tags Muhammad Yone and the Funky Fifty Powers, and he looks like he looks like the biggest old grump you'll see. He looks like a, he looks like a ghost from Pac-Man. It's gross. <laughs> and, oh boy! But like, I just it's just not. It, he's just not good at it. And like I said, I. I I had I, I had a whole different outlook on him after him being on Jericho's podcast. Um, I know people don't like him because of his political stuff, and frankly, that's cool. I get that. Like him I don't. I don't pay attention to politics, so that doesn't mean a word to me. But yeah, exactly like you said, in the world of wrestling, which means something to me, and what I talk about and cover with you, he's not good. I mean, not only his point of views, but his his point of views in the ring as well. I mean, he, he just sucks. He, he, I think they should have just had Cardona win it. Cause Trevor was he Murdoch, in the match? Heard, yeah, he was a three. Well, no, he's, he's going to be in the Rumble. I sent you that, that spoiler. <laughs> but he's going to go to Impact first to have Matt Cardona versus Zack Ryder. Look, I mean, he's got it. Look, he's always ready. That's why you make him the champion. And Trevor Murdoch, not very good either. <laughs> no, NWA had like nine title matches on this show. I don't know why they have so No, it was, it was a two night show. It was a two night oh, show. It was wasn't one it? night. It was one that night. It was not one night. It was one night. <laughs> Alex, I'm going to pull this up right, right, right now. The National Wrestling Alliance. Shut up, lady. We're we're uh, we're going into overtime from this final final quick segment, so you can cut off people. We will. Uh, you can definitely catch us uh, on the, the downloads uh, after. We don't have a ton left, but he's got me on a tangent. I gotta finish this. NWA Hard Times in New Orleans pre-show. You ready for this, Alex? Pre-show. Yes. NWA World Television title number one contendership match, Anthony Andrews versus Mims. Wildcat tag team title match, Slime Season, which is Buku Dao and Jay Spade versus the Miserably Faithful, Gags the Gimp and Sal the Pal. What the hell did you just say? Gags <laughs> the Gimp? 
G-A-A-G-Z, the GIMP. Um, explain this one to me, too. This one confuses me. Hardcore Team War Match. Anthony Mayweather, JTG, and the Pope, who I think JTG is actually pretty good, and the Pope is yeah. bad, versus Alex Taylor, Jax Dane, and Mercurio. He's like this magician guy. With Chris Silvio, CJ, Danny Deals, and Jake Dumas. That's on the pre-show for some reason. And then NWA World Television title match, which is vacant because uh, Tyrus vacated it because they have that stipulation where, which is cool, I like this, if you defend the TV title and win it seven times in a, without losing it, you can cash it in, vacate it, and get a world title shot. And that's how Tyrus oh, wow. got his rematch was he made seven defenses or whatever and vacated it. That's a cool step. Nice loophole. I like that. That's cool. Um, Jordan Clearwater versus AJ Kazana. So we've got four matches right there. Then we go to NWA Hard Times in New Orleans pay-per-view. Uh, in a casket match, we had Natalia Markova. Uh, Voodoo and Queen Taylor. casket match. Yeah, Come Voodoo on. Queen, sorry, with Father James Mitchell. MLW <laughs> National Openweight title match, Davey Richards versus Colby Carino. Mind you, <laughs> on MLW TV, Davey Richards has won the, he hasn't even won the <laughs> title yet because of how bad they are at showing their stuff. So in oh MLW God. lore, he's not the champion yet, and this is his, like, third defense. <laughs> he, de- he defended it at the last NWA pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> so, think it's Tyler Bate? Jesus. Uh, the mask versus mask match, uh, question mark versus question mark two, where question mark is literally Rodney Mack. He wears the chain around his neck and wears the same gear, but just wears a mask. So they're not even hiding it's Rodney Mack. <laughs> and why is fucking Rodney Mack in 2022 on here? Uh, and That's a great question. Title match, Homicide versus Kerry Morton. That probably was tight. I do want to go back and watch that. Uh, and then because... Was that for Nick a championship? Albert, yeah, NWA World Junior Heavyweight title, Homicide. Jesus. Oh, I thought I was kidding. <laughs> Uh, then we had Thrill Billy Silas taking the spot of Nick Aldis, who quit the paper, or quit the company, uh, took on Odinson. Uh, he was the one with Pero. Oh, yeah, Odinson's uh, site. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. really. Then we had the NWA United States Tag Team title match, the Fixers, Jay Bradley and Wrecking Ball Ligurski versus the Spectaculars, Brady Pierce and Rush Freeman. Then we have the NWA national title match, Scion with Austin Idol against Zach Draper. NWA World <laughs> Women's Tag Team title match, Pretty Empowered, which is Ella Envy and Kenzie Page, against Maddie and Mr. Kate. Then, for no fucking reason, uh, Tom Latimer versus EC3. Cool. Uh, NWA World Tag Team title There's match. more matches. Louder Belly on Vestia 666 and Mecha Wolf with Damien 666 taking on Hawks Airy, which is Luke Hawks and PJ Hawks. NWA World Women's title triple threat match, Camille defending against Chelsea Green and Kylan King. Uh, then NWA World's heavyweight title match, Trevor Murdoch uh, taking on Matt Cardona and Tyrus with Black Jazz as his manager. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, sixteen, 
team fucking matches. Hey, man, this is like Cyber Festival, though. You can't lie. They have, like, 16 matches, too. But those, yeah. those are at least watchable. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a big difference between this Cyber Festival. <laughs> the... Uh, the average match time of this show, Ryan, I kid you not, though, is probably between six to eight minutes. 815, 643, 601, 1003, 445, 847, 838, 
Um, and also, just so you're aware, uh, if you don't know, then now you know. Um, this Friday, um, did you see what is going to be on Rampage? No. Eddie Kingston and Ortiz are going to be taking on the team of yes. the Kate Takeshita and June, June Akiyama. Yep. Yep, Woo! I saw that, and I almost spit because I didn't know if it was real. Fuck, they don't need any of them. Oh, I'm for that. Like, God, give them the that. first two segments. Just give them the. Just give them that. Oh man, I have. Akiyama's, he's not even going to get enough time to do his suplexes. <laughs> and real quick, uh, let me just—I just want to say this before we forget about it. Um, New, New Evolution Wrestling put on the, the big event this weekend in New York. Uh, Ultimate Dragon, Alberto Patron, Josh Alexander, Katsuko Nakajima, Naomi Shibara Fuji uh, will all work the show, and they didn't get paid. The promoter said there was an emergency, was rushed to the hospital. The event ended up $14,000 short of what the talent were owed. The promoter was selling tickets. He was having fans Venmo or cash at him the price of the admission to get a seat. I found out. What? So, yeah, so after after I texted you guys, I wanted to dig into it. Um, the promoter of the event um, was insisting that fans who attended would pay him either on, like, Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal, and there was no actual, like, point of sale for tickets. Wow, that just is shady as... Wow. Um, this guy found and beaten? So, according to, so let me pull up what I originally heard and, and, and texted you guys. According to this report, uh, Impact World Champion Josh Alexander physically chased down the promoter and then counted the money to ensure that the audience would at least get to see Ultimo and the Noah talent. So he made sure they could get enough money to pay those three to work the show and, and at least get them on there. The, the, and the 14K short, um, instead of doing the, the match with um, – so ultimately, the performers did stay and put on a six-man tag match with the crowd in attendance. The original lineup included Patron and Rodriguez against Ultimo and Marafuji, and then Alexander was supposed to face Nakajima in the main event. Instead, they did a six-man with Patron, Alexander, and Rodriguez versus Ultimo, Marafuji, and Nakajima. Um, after the match, El Patron got on the mic and cut a promo saying no one was getting paid, which was inaccurate, um, and that no one was getting near what they were owed. Some talent then stayed inside some free 8x10s in order to help the crowd since the crowd didn't get what they asked or paid for. Um, also, none of the NOAA talents were paid, um, and the company will have to pursue payment later on. So Nakajima Marafuji didn't get paid um, when, we, when uh, the person who told me this reached out directly to NOAA. NOAA said they are going to pay them themselves and have to hunt on the promoter to get the money back. Um, wow. Who is then, this guy? I don't know. There's no name attached to it either. But um, the one part that why I'm such a Puro guy, uh, despite not receiving their payments for working the show, Nakajima, Marafuji, and Ultimo all reportedly worked very hard and put on a very good performance for the fans anyway. So nice. they, they flew over to New York, worked for free, um, and still worked just as hard as they would have no matter what, I guess. Well, I mean, it's a happy ending there. You know, fans hopefully yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, yeah that's, during, that's wild. That's a swindle yeah, show, hotel. Several wrestlers were told that the promoter did not have any money and that the talent would be paid. Upon hearing the news, the talent located the promoter who claimed to have a medical emergency and was rushed off to the hospital. The money that was earned from the signing earlier was all that was left to be split among the wrestlers who were there still. Wow. So. Don't be a scumbag, <laughs> ladies and gents. Wow. Yes, as a former wrestling promoter, that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, what a shit bag that is. Yeah, he uh, he would have been taken to the alley and, and beaten severely if it was <laughs> like 30, said, 40 years ago. Somebody said they should have, um, they, oh, I don't remember where I read it, or it might have just been the person where, where I got the information from, said, but I'm just paraphrasing, that they should have caught him and put him in a room and given him to Nakajima for five minutes. It's just like Katsuhiko Nakajima fucking beat this. Yeah, show. I think even Dentures said something like that too. He's like, just give him Nakajima. <laughs> yeah, I think shit he did out not say that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, Dentures, you're totally right. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that part up before that becomes man. potentially old news. So that's wild. That's wild. But. Uh, Definitely a, a wonderful, wild week in a wrestling gear. Uh, WWE put on a great event. Dragon Gate continues to showcase their future. Um, and, and New Japan seems to be going strong into Wrestle Kingdom season, uh, especially the tag leagues, especially yeah, in the great, great show. So it should be interesting. Uh, what Again, we have coming up full gear. Uh, we'll probably have a little quick show to, to kind of preview and then kind of heading into that weekend um, and kind of heading into the, uh, you know, following weeks here. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I might try to watch that stardom show, too, because I know you're not going to be caught up, but I'm going to be like, ooh, because that <laughs> show sounds amazing. Uh, what do you got coming up on Friday here, Ryan, over at Pro Wrestling Summit? Uh, so this Friday on the Summit, we have officially – Got to the elite. The Ronin. In the Ronin oh. 64. Uh, we have four tournament matches this week. And the next Friday, we will have the semifinals and finals to crown the winner of the Ronin and Kenzo Mihara's opponent for Winter Games on uh, December 23rd. But as it sits right now, uh, MJF taking on Katsuhiko Nakajima. Jay White versus Dragon Lee. And then the two matches on the other side of the bracket, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Walter, and Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Wow. Yeah, wow. last week was the round of 16. And there was, there was some, some things that made me a little nervous. Uh, Watto managed to beat Dragon Dye and Black Taurus to get to the round of 16, but could not beat MJF. Uh, <laughs> Nakajima beat KZ, who had beaten Kano and Ben K. Jay White beat Mike Bailey, who had gotten through T Hawk and, and Nick Elvis. And then Dragon Lee, after beating Cody and Takashi Sugara, defeated Suwama, who had gotten through Goshiyazaki and Ryuichi Kalakami. And the one on the other side, too, Walter beat Ricky Starks to get here after beating Daisuke Sakamoto and Jake Lee. 
And Zach Sieber Jr. Uh, came and beat Nice Sasaki, Chris Brooks, and a wild card who was making a good run in Shayna Baszler, who was like, nobody in my division can beat me. And Baszler, she beat Tony Deppman and Kelvin Tankman to get to the round of 16. Okay. That's a good win for her. Um, Kenny Omega in our main event last week beat Ata after defeating Shima and Carl Anderson to get to the Elite Eight. And Osper defeated KG Muto, who was our last wild card in his finale. Muto had gotten through Shane Strickland and Kadosuke Takeshita, while Osprey beat Yukio Sakaguchi and Tetsuya Endo to get to where he got. So we got the Elite Eight Jam back. four matches, and then we'll have four other matches that are not out yet um, as we continue to build up uh, five weeks from now, I believe five or six weeks, till uh, Winter Games, December 23rd. Oh, Our awesome, third, awesome. third uh, Winter Games event. Uh, which is crazy that this is the third year of uh, Summit. She's better than AEW. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't hate I, I, It's just, man, crazy. It's just crazy. <laughs> you it's love. weird that we're not going to this event, even though we didn't go to All Out either, but it's just it's so weird because it was like a year ago that we attended Full Gear in Minneapolis. I think if it was here, we would have went. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I would have had the Scissor Me Daddy-ass shirts and phone fixed. Yeah, and as long as they don't make it 14 matches, I think if they, because I think right now it's like at seven or eight, they just add like one more, I'll be fine with that. That's all you need. You don't need like, you don't need an NWA hard times three, which they should be revoked from using that phrase from now on. (laughs) Hard times. I tell you what, if they if if they put which I'm hoping they do, um, elite versus death triangle, that with how hard those six guys work, that can be match of the year. Build the show, yeah. Oh my God, I I'm just I'm salivating just thinking about that match. <laughs> oh man, God, give it to me, give me what I want. And I got I got yeah. another taking question. Kenny and Penta. Standing off. What's that? Well, I got some other questions and, and, and stuff, too, to ask you when we get to, uh, you know, on Thursday, you know, hopefully we jump on and do the do the show so we can we can talk uh, the pay-per-view, because I got, I got some interesting takes and thoughts about some of the matches, and I'm curious on your thoughts, too, so. Awesome. Awesome. Well, check us out uh, Thursday over at 9.30 p.m., blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media. Or wherever you find your podcast, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, other ones, Anchor. I think that's still a thing. Anchor, uh, yeah. yeah. Just search a Strong Style Media and uh, check us out, WrestleCast Radio, and uh, check out the wonderful, uh, kind of like not really an interview. It was just uh, just a chat with uh, Chris and Ashley of the PWI uh, 150. Uh, the women's edition there uh, just last Friday or a couple Fridays ago now. Um, a wonderful kind of intake on, on how the process is, uh, you know, kind of taken before the PWI rankings and whatnot, some fun backstories and just good chatter uh, about stardom um, and, and learning a lot about their wrestlers and a few others out on the indie scene. Yeah. A lot of Jordan Grace love, very cool stuff. Uh, some really cool Mandy Rose statistics and, and, and factuals as well. So 
and kind of why she was in that spot. So so very good listen. Check that out. Uh, and check us out again uh, this upcoming Thursday. We've got a full gear AEW uh, preview as well as whatever whatever crazy news pops up. Uh, don't forget, again, Ronin Elite 8 this Friday, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio. Radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full thing. And shout out to everybody who listened. That was um, one of our most live listened shows we've had and probably since the Sportscast Radio mock draft back in April. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Pretty good numbers. It was, it was one of our higher shows for a while. So thank you to everybody who listened who came out. That was awesome. Yeah. And um, we got another one, hopefully, in the mix. That should be fun. But we'll be more on that in 2023. But, whew, draft season. That's going to be fun. Uh, but for the technical <laughs> legend, I am the, I guess, just Alex. Uh, check us out Thursday. I'm a technical legend. He is the house Hispanic because he's house fuck. <laughs> I'm I don't trying. know. Maybe that doesn't work too well. I'm trying to get on that Elijah level. Yeah, that might be a... I'm, I'm not going to say that again. That might come off bad. Woo! <laughs> we'll see y'all. <laughs> <laughs>